questions about uh, above table things. Oh my god. <laughs> nice. I'm full swear. Oh no. Uh, question, questions, comments, concerns before we dive into things? Well, this is this is good. This is good. Yeah, if it's in-game stuff, hold it. We're almost there. Um, but without further ado, I think Davis, you can start recording. Okay. Hi, Max. We're professionals. Um, maybe I'll find a good like intro tune. Something with a little intensity to really bring us in. we met. You all searched for and discovered Nim's missing nimble right creation. You discovered it in a pile of trash in an alley in the trades ward where it attacked you. Uh, It kept up this attack until you momentarily managed to restrain it before the city watch showed up. The Nimbleride woke from its magically induced slumber and was routinely smashed to bits by the overzealous and unscrupulous guards, but not before you all discovered a map ostensibly given to the Nimbleride by Lady Growlhound with an X marking the home of one Fenris Stormcastle. A lot of names you probably haven't thought of for a month. Fenris? Unless you have been listening to this. Unless you've been listening to this in finale. Uh, it was here the Nimblerite ostensibly brought the Stone of Galore, an artifact that is rumored to lead to Dagult Neverember's infamous horde of gold dragons. Fenris belonged to the Bloodhawk Posse at one point, a gang of horse-riding brigands who assault travels, travelers north of Waterdeep. Following the map to his home, you found it ransacked, blood-spattered, and marked with Xanathar Guild iconography. While investigating the scene, none other than Lairol Silverhand, the open lord of Waterdeep, arrived at the crime scene, trying to remain inconspicuous. She asked you all to retrieve the Stone of Galore and return it to her so that the the horde of embezzled gold could finally be reclaimed by Waterdeep. She gave you the location of a nearby Xanathar hideout, where she urged you to investigate and instructed you to bring her the stone at the Seven Masks Theater in the Dock Ward once you had recovered it. You found the Xanathar hideout after descending into the sewers and found yourself fighting a menagerie of foes from troglodytes and fleshy abominations to goblins, dwergar, some kobolds, and yet another gazer. 
You dealt with these foes handily and discovered among them a curious yet unmagical stone. Your investigation also managed to set off a mechanical beholder head slash disco ball like contraption. Uh, during this disorienting light display, Julian spotted Newton and ran from the room in pursuit. You all followed, but after he rounded a corner into the sewers, you lost sight of him. And now find yourselves rounding that same corner and staring down a sewage canal. What would you like to do? Okay. Uh, Julian? Yeah, shop is still looking for Julian. So, Julian. I'm not a little buddy. I know you're small, but I should still be able to see you. Maybe he's Yes, that's a good point. Bang, bang, can you get down there? Get in the... The fluids. The fluids. Get in the fluids. And... See if Julian's in there, please. Does anyone want to make any sort of checks? I guess I'll check the fluids. And... (laughs) (laughs) Make a perception check. Guidance. Make a perception check. With guidance. I guess... Can I make an intimidation check on Julian's spirit? Julian, you come back here right now! Intimidation? You can make an intimidation check to try and, uh, yeah. Assuming that Julian is there, yeah. uh, spook him. Would I be able to also make a perception check because I'm proficient? Okay. There's a 15 intimidation on the table. You just guided. What was your perception? Do you just need to connect to it, or is it that the you are picking it up out here? Your perception bonus is plus one. With a D4. Okay. Um, so, so, staring down the passage, you make out a shape in the shadows uh, about 50 or 60 feet off. You do have super dark vision still, I believe, from Chapa. Um, so, looking down the passageway, you can indeed see someone um, in the shadows, but it is not Julian. They are too tall. You see, and you can introduce yourself. Just a physical description. Yeah, just a physical description. I want a physical description, and then you can say what you what you said. So you see, skulking in the shadows, a. So, bang, bang, you look down the passage and you see this 
cat-like humanoid figure who tells you not to come any closer. I'm searching the fluids. They <laughs> <laughs> uh, wouldn't do that if I were you. What, what? I think my friend fell in. I haven't seen any friends. Rumble, can you make a Rumble. perception check for me? Rumble. Oh. It was a, a little half uh, uh, You probably would have told you if you saw It's a plus four nine. Nine. Uh, you did not see anyone running down the sewers in your direction whatsoever. A few minutes ago, you did hear some very loud blasts of sound coming down the sewers that sounded like like thunderous trumpets. And this is the sound that, in fact, drew you towards the, the hideout. So it was Chuck's horn blasting. <laughs> yeah, that was Chuck's horn blasting. Yeah, it's Chuck's horn blasting. Uh, I think I'm the. Sitting on, I'm sitting on them, don't worry. Oh, are you sitting on them? You're sitting on the penis? Yeah, you got it. Sorry, I just did that. I can't say I've seen anyone, but there are a couple loud blasts that. You've checked fluids. I haven't. Are you in the fluids? Checked the fluids per se. Isn't Army in the sewer? There's a. Hold on, I want to. Yeah, if you're in the sewer, you're in the fluids. You're in the fluids. I'm in the fluids. You're in the fluids. <laughs> um, and I'm going to say that you would know, being a uh, frequent traveler of the sewers, that staying in the fluids longer than a minute is a bad idea. <laughs> I would try to get out of the fluids as quick as we can. Um, I haven't seen anyone else run through these through these parts of the sewers. There are a couple of bangs, a couple of very loud noises that almost scared me terribly. A couple of bangs. A couple of bangs. Bang. You see bangs. I would hold up two fists, which have a bang and a bang and a knuckled up bangs. Y'all are still about 60 feet apart at this point. I just want to... I do have dark vision. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's got really good dark vision. Everyone's Can I see the bang bang? <laughs> Make a perception check. This is more about reading from a distance. Yeah, how far is that? Four plus four. Nope. <laughs> you just see... You see... And also, bang bang, can you, can you give yours a brief description of yourself so yes. Rumble knows what he's looking for? Yeah. Are you all together? So right now, they are all mostly, unless you tell me otherwise, I, I imagine that you're all in the hallway that feeds into this sewer, but you're not yet in the sewer. You find yourself, this sewage way is five feet wide. There is like a river of raw sewage running through it in your direction, away from where they are. Um, they're poking their head out of a sort of doorway in the side of the wall that is elevated just out of this muck. Cool. I feel like Yuri in this moment, dropping myself in the circumstances, just lost his familiar and just love her, um, was probably using shape water to just like anxiously just like move as much water out of the way. So you see a tall sort of wayfish elf with uh, platinum blonde hair if I'm yeah and very pale almost like blue pale skin um, dope braids 
Uh, <laughs> I can't remember what kind of clothing you're wearing exactly at this moment. Like clothes yeah. and some like feathered armor. Yeah. Just feathered, feathered motif. Yeah. Um, so you see this I'll just sort of with a wave of his hand, water is sort of flung um, away and is searching through ostensibly for someone. Maybe crying. Maybe crying. Is it tears? Is it raw sewage? Never know. I wouldn't get your hopes up in there if, if someone been in this muck for more than a minute or two, then they're gone. Uh, aren't you in muck? <laughs> it was just seconds, but probably been in the muck now for like 15 seconds. Okay. I'm going to say that there was a place for you to be out of the muck further up this channel, but you kind of had to dive in to get to where you're going to. Yeah. Come up here. There's some solid ground to stand on and discuss. And, um... So you can also... The map is live. Um... Say if we live. all want to look... Yes, of course. You are all currently uh, here. Er, sorry. Back that up. You're going to be over here. Oh, right. Yeah, we're like down this way. So I'm going to fill this map in a little bit. So, this tunnel right here is what the sewage is running down. So Rumble, you're about here. Bang bang, you came out here. There you go. Proper diagram. Chocolate has invited you all back 
And I'm going to say that you're in this hallway now, and what would you like to do? You just met somebody else in the sewers. You're not sure who they are. You're not sure why they're there. This is after you've all walked backwards. <laughs> after Choppa made a very like generous sort of like, hey, come over here, we'll chat. Stop right there. So I'm not looking to make any foes down here, but if, as long as we're uh, calling the truce at the moment, uh, you may call me a rumble underfoot. Well, well, rumble underfoot. I'm known as Chop, and um, the person speaking to you is a five foot tall humanoid turtle. Uh, yes. Elderly. Elderly for his species. Yeah. Um, a little, a little midlife crisis. Um, and if you are not a member of the Xanathar Guild, we have no quarrel with you down here. But if you would help us to look for our friends. Um, we're very worried about him. And, uh, you know, he's a small, sneaky little guy. We could have run past him if it's possible. Or maybe he found a secret tunnel or something. But I would like to... Very good at sneaking. Yes. I would like to search the rest of this complex more thoroughly to see if we can find any clue of what might happen usually. I agree. I am almost drawn to search us. Down in the water to see. Um, when you see the person shouting um, Shakespearean obscenities at you, um, it's a five, 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 eight, you know, not too tall, not too short, um, satyr wearing, um, so. Big uh, horns, kind of honestly, now my hair is kind of growing up to his length. Um, and some of the mutton chops, um, wearing a you know, ornate purple shirt and has a good body for bottom, pantsless, and um, some hooks. Carrying a lute in one hand, and a horse probably strung upon his back, but has a great beard. Inside of the ball of the loot is just full of sewage. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, it's the point. But it's also like a 
Chuck Berry, the like um, Frodo rock and roller. This is where you say, yeah. Yeah. That's an amazing <laughs> accidental wordplay. That is intentional. <laughs> and you're not in the whole inside track. Very low DC, very low DC. Yeah. Um, that, yes, I knew that. Um, As you're all having this brief conversation, um, I will say that you rumble with your can I can some people can people just throw out their passive perceptions because I believe rumble 15 13 13 it's 10 plus your bonus right it's also on the left side of your sheet 11 11 for chuckle and Yuri I know you're 14 um Choppa and Rumble, you hear as you back into this hallway that there is the sound of a very low, sonorous creature, like, like making these groaning, uh, discomfited sounds coming from that closed door. To the east, did I put a compass on this thing? Yeah. I'm going to say that I'm north. I feel like DM is at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know you all are not from around here because these tools can be dangerous. Yes. Uh, oh, why don't you go first? <laughs> <laughs> you can lead the way. Why don't you the scaredy cats? It's because you're a cat. Chava is going to walk up to the door and listen specifically to see if he can hear anything else or anything more specific than just like what he already has. Uh, roll a perception check. Okay. You continue to hear these grunts and groans and what sounds like a very large body shifting amongst something vaguely wooden. Vaguely wooden, you said. A cage? Could we pass it through the door? I think let's check in here first. Agreed. Let me get my horn blasting. Let me whip out my horn blasting. Sure, just fuck you. The blasting. I have a very just large power. This is twenty-five percent chance of it exploding every time. Oh, okay. Never mind. No, I stand corrected. Um, there's one number. Um, Do you want to open the door? Yes. After we all get in position, and I. Give our new friend guidance. He's going to say a prayer to the moon saloon and just say, Thank you for sending us an ally in time of need to help us meet. Get a little bit of divine guidance. You can take a D4 and add it to your next D20 roll, essentially. What's our party order? Chop in front. You tell me. Uh, it sounds like Chop is in front. Who's uh, behind? Chop stays at the end of the line for usual with uh, three groups. 
Smushy Yuri. Bang bang, by the way. Smushy Yuri. Yeah. Wood and metal. Nimble rice. Such a terrible adjective. <laughs> um, Wearing a dirty mouth tunic, um, left, left thigh is a carved fish, a big old rainbow trout. <laughs> there we go. Did you say that you were a construct? Do I? Yes, okay. Calvin said a construct is the last. And yes. Calvin, uh, can can you have Rumble make a history or arcana check? Your choice. That's a three minus one. <laughs> You've never seen anything like this in your life. It's wild. Like when a cat sees something, it doesn't know what it is. Like, I like your leg. Me too. So, Choppa, you're outside of this door. What are you doing? Um, I'm going to open it quietly. Both cell check. My special. Um, wow. I have a minus one stuff count. And all the really? balls. Yeah. That's what I told you. You should make somebody from the front of the party four. You only had to beat a seven. But <laughs> but as you as you slowly open the door, it is a rather ramshackle door, and it just falls off its hinges and just <laughs> collapses to the ground, alerting the creature beyond this door, which you now see is a large half ogre who has splayed out in front of him six casks of what you assume to be uh, they are empty and they used to hold wine and it's it's got like berry lips and like a very red mouth and is just sort of like groaning and you can see that there is like some sick down what is a very tattered uh like uh, sack, uh, like burlap sack that's been sort of ripped and just draped over poncho style onto this half ogre. But it sees you all and is just like, oh, you! And starts to like get itself up out of the empty casks. I need everyone to roll initiative. Can I say something to it as it's getting up? You can. I don't know if this will affect anything at all, but Chop is going to say, Oh, oh no, friend. No concern. We've just brought you some more wine. Um, roll. <laughs> roll a uh, persuasion or deception check, your choice. Persuasion. I'm being honest. Yeah, exactly. A nine. Have oh. 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 
Oh, yes, right here. And he pulls out his alchemy jug and says, um, wine, and uncorks it and pours a little bit out. Um, what do you pour it into? Well, I pour a little bit out on the ground just to show. I have some more. I'll come put it you, in you see, you, you see these sort of unfocused eyes go wide, and he's just like, leave. Leave for me. Oh, yes. Well, but if I pour it out, I can go back and get you some more. Leave. He's gonna walk up to one of the empty barrels and start pouring it in and just nod and smile. Yeah, roll and roll a persuasion check. You look back at Yuri. You rolled an eight? Yeah. So as you start to pour it out, uh, it's uh, drunken anger comes through again, and it just starts shouting, Leave! Leave! And it gets up, and it starts to smash these casks. I am indeed going to collect that initiative. Uh, Yuri. 26. 26. Chuck. 6. <laughs> Choppa. 5. 5. Bang, bang. 11. 11. Rumble. 8. 8. Some low rolls, y'all. Every time we ask for initiative, I want to be like, and for you, rumble. <laughs> like a wrestling intro. What is it? The roll does not like being marked by the job. All right. Uh, first up is Yuri. Yuri, you see this large, and I'm, when I say large, I mean uh, it, it takes up. Ten feet's worth of space. Whereas you all take up a five foot square, it takes up a ten foot square. A ten by ten, or just two? Yeah, ten. One size category larger is four times the amount of squares. So if it's another size category larger, it's and this is a three by three room that y'all are in. So try to catch the cone, both the barrels of wine and the ogre, hoping okay. that it has more 
possible as an attack. There is, I'm going to say, because of Choppa's quick thinking, there is indeed some live wine on the floor here. Uh, roll to hit, or do I roll a saving throw? Oh, burning hands. Let's figure this out. Let's the um, save. What am I trying to beat? 14. That's a fail. <laughs> this thing is drunk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 3d6 damage. Yes. In hopes that maybe the line will catch fire as well. 6. 8. 13. 13 total. And roll an extra d4. As a little bit of wine catches fire from this gout of flame. So you deal 17 damage total, and this thing is now just like flailing its hands. Oh, I can't share a square with my friends, can I? You can't share one. If you can move into that empty one, you can get there. I can move this, but I can also move five more feet. Nice. I'll stay there. All right. Oh, actually. I'm going to go because I have one more left. You have Misty Set? Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. I'm sorry to do this. You already cast a spell. Oh, you're right. You're right, you're right, you're right. It was a good idea. Um, so you're going to stay there? Because I have that thing where without expending a spell slot, you Misty Step, but it still counts as a spell. Hmm. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it was a different ability that was like not a spell called Misty Step. Mm-hmm. Like if it was called like Fey Teleportation and it was like as a bonus action, you can magically teleport without using, like, without casting a spell. That would, I don't think that ability exists, but um, that would be the, the sort of stipulation. You can only cast one spell slotted spell per turn. Um, if you had used a cantrip, you could have still used Misty Step. Next is the ogre, which, <laughs> which is going to look at look down at you, Yuri, and reach in amongst these casts and pull out a humongous battle axe, and it's just going to look at you and say, "You make me hurt," and it's going to come down overhead, trying to smash you. Does a uh, 10 beat your armor class? Nice. So it's so drunk that it just goes and it hits the wall about like five feet to your left and you're just like (laughs) thanking your lucky stars. Um, Bang, bang. Is it still it's the, it was just like a momentary thing where it sort of like added a little bit of flame to the thing because it was there, but it burned off more. It's been a lovely reduction. <laughs> Over there. I guess I'm gonna go first. Wait, no. So we've gotten into this problem before with the two sides of the door. Can I pass through the door? You can pass through your... You can go through a square that one of your allies occupies. You just can't okay. land it. Well, I want to go up and... Yeah. Is that belly? Roll to hit. 
13 hits. Roll some damage. You deal a firm blow to this thing. You kind of catch it in the gut where it's got a lot of singed flesh at the moment. You have managed to burn off its tattered uh, burlap covering. So now it's just naked. Okay, I'm gonna punch again. Yeah. Uh, 18 plus five is 23. For sure, hits. Roll some damage. Six damage. That's enough. How do you want to end this thing's life? Wow. <laughs> or do you? The left off came off. I feel like nice punch in the dick. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> you, you just uppercut and your fist just like goes through and into its body. <laughs> and it's like eyes just sort of go unfocused and it sort of falls forward on you and your hand just goes deeper still. It's very gross. Um, that very brief combat is over. You managed to kill the drunk half ogre. So have you learned of another we should looking into this room though, you see that aside from the ogre and the empty casks of wine, it is empty. I don't think you live here. But here. Um, yeah, I have the cast. Julian! Yes, I have the cast. Julian! 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 The here? Yes. The kobolds... Uh, the so there's two ways you can go. Yeah, there's a door that you didn't open in that room that your tokens were in, kind of near that green. Yeah. Um, there is also a room that both of those passageways lead to. And there's dead kobolds everywhere. You're, yeah, as you're following these people, you can see that there is just, like, a wake of dead bodies and carnage. There's kobolds, there's goblins, there's Dwargar, who have all just been, like, hideously maimed and burned and you're just sort of they're walking by them very blasé like Julian Julian how we done some work oh we did oh you see you um I spoil that the you already in more you often travel one day bed. I'm sure um, So Julian was a halfling who lived with us before one day in a swamp cult. And yeah, just like loves knives, super friendly, has a magic nude. And we saw the, the most. We were we, we were just here with him. We got this big battle, and then all of a sudden, there was some flashing lights, and Julian just took off, and we ran after him, and then gone. 
Yeah, that's the Nooch I had wet. The Nooch is then ran away and then Julian ran to follow him. Well, he said that he saw him, but I didn't see him. Yuri, I want you to make an Arcana check for me, please. That's what I said. And Yuri's like, magic? Wait a minute. Oh, I With a 17, you're able to make a stab, make a conjecture that if Julian rounded a corner and there was another person on the other side of that corner, Rumble, who did not see Julian come into view as he rounded that corner, Julian must have... In some way, transported himself or been transported magically, such that he is now somewhere that does not logically fit from his normal trajectory. The laws of physical travel were bent magically somehow to transport him elsewhere. You're not sure if he's still in the sewers. You're not sure if he's in another plane. You're not sure if he's back at home waiting for you guys to get back. All you know is that he's probably not here where you expect him to be. You would also know that there are magical means, and you would know this too, magical means of determining where a creature is. You can either communicate with them, or you can try to divine their location. I think there's a range of my ability. Let me think for a second. However, I've heard tell of some priests. I do not. He doesn't mean your mind. But there are some priests like myself, a bit more powerful than I, that can cast a spell and can travel and bring a message to somewhere, anywhere, on any place, with perfect accuracy. But it's beyond my abilities presently. How's that? I'm trying to be able to help us. Yes. Or Vajra. We need to help him. What if we can leave that box down? Because she does that all the time. I still think the first thing to do is to um, search this area. Um, He may be anywhere, but it makes the most sense to make sure he's not here. Does anyone have that stone we found? Who does? Who has this whole thing? The stone of the law. Stone of the law. It's part of the stone of the law. I came down to the sewers on a tip looking for the stone of the law. Who gave you the tip? I don't know. Tell me if I feel I'm a creature and I take you into this. Sure. <laughs> funny. That's just funny. Uh, roll a uh, roll a charisma check to combat this. I mean, intimidation works in a funny way when you're intimidating another player character. It's sort of. Oh, 19 plus. Yeah, uh, two, uh, this is a forcefully charismatic person who 
you're om- you almost maybe want to succumb to, but whatever's holding you from giving this information up holds firm, and you don't feel intimidated into giving it up. Yes, look, information is more valuable than gold. I tell you, I just don't fully trust you yet. Well, I... Well, I don't like this one. Is there treasure gold for the sewers? <laughs> Sewer gold? <laughs> they stopped using that a few years back. Um, Only when they're serving too much coal. <laughs> <laughs> what does this mean? What is coal? Sewer gold? Uh, <laughs> oh, dear Chapa, no. Just a few scattered on the front of you, for you all. But you found, you found the stone of the Lord. We found a spot. Information's more valuable than gold down the sewers, so I'm not quite sure we found. Love, I think we're all friends here. The whole city is looking for this stone, and I'll say, um, we came down here in Richard, um, following the bottom of the uh, somebody we wanted to speak with or find, uh, who might have information. So if you are after the stone, then perhaps that's another reason to tag along. Look, if you if you have the stone, I will. You know, I'm not one to go steal it from friends. Uh, we don't. We don't. Definitely not. Uh, the actually. Check Steve's line. We don't, yeah, do we? Make, a, make an inside check. I mean, you have something. I don't know anything. We've got a rock. You've got a rock. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've got this rock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's not those. Don't get 13. Um... Are you showing me the Yeah. Does it look like this is the lore? You see an ovoid stone. Uh, roll, roll an arcana check. It's not to see what you know of the stone of Galore and what it might look like. With a 20, you have been given a very cursory description of what this stone looks like. You know that it is palm-sized. You know that it is relatively green in hue. You also know that it appears to have three eyes on it. This stone... No. Um, I mean, if, if Rumble chooses to tell you. But um, looking at this stone, you can see that it is the right size, the right color, the right shape. The eyes are painted on. You'd need to do a little bit more investigating to determine whether it is a fake or not. Um... You know, that, that does seem to be about the right size, but there's something a little off about it. Well, is that, is that, is that paint? Yes, and we figured it would be magical. Where did you get this again? I cast it, cast. I have the ability to. Uh, it's not magical. It has you, no magical you found this on a Dwargar who you, whom you killed recently. Yeah, you killed him in the room that you're in now. Um, you can still see his body, which at this point has shrunk back down to its normal uh, dwarven size. Um, anyway, we don't think this is a thing, but it definitely tells us that 
where in the area it works, and I can know more about it. So, shall we press on? Is it a fair assumption? Let's see. It's maybe someone who's trying to use it as a as an Indiana Jones swap fake for the real should come in the address is canonical I just should be open the door yes let's open the door uh it is an empty room that has some hooks on the wall. It seems like at one point this was a cellar and that room was used to hang meat. But at this point, uh, the cellar has long since been disused and it is empty. And you remember from your previous battle, it seemed like the um, kobolds were guarding that room and it looks like that was just a, a ruse. Oh. Best, even if you like, you like to search the room more thoroughly. It's empty. Okay. Um, then let's press on the loops and elsewhere. Um, okay. So, going into this room, I can... Where did you all enter this series from? Like, where you came from this direction? We originally went into this room, had a very long battle, and then killed everything. Caused some attention. Killed some private And then we came across to try to find the stone. Hmm. Also, just uh, above table, Calvin, my character is very suspicious to strangers. Don't take it personal. I'm just really good at acting. I feel like Gary wasn't meant to be, but now that Julian's missing, I feel like Gary kind of. I think this is Gary's having. Yeah, something's missed. Gary's having, yeah, like a character change, like a a character crisis. Yeah, like a personality. Julian's been gone five minutes, and I feel like I'm a total. Also, another closed door. 
this room that you're in right now has nothing else in it of interest besides a quantity of rats that are scurrying away from you as you enter. Rats. <laughs> rats. <laughs> you hungry, Rumble? I go open the door. You see a room. Uh, there is some dusty furnishings that appear to be in storage in here. Uh, there's also, there's like a scratched wooden desk, some wobbly chairs, a coat rack, two small tables, and a wooden trunk. I love the trunk. I need you to roll initiative. Oh, um, everyone who's in the room, but most especially Bang Bang. So you move over to this trunk, and as you reach. It suddenly animates, and your hand finds itself in the maw of a creature whose mouth, as it opens, seems to sort of distort space and time, and where there should just be a chest opening, now there is a huge mouth full of sharp teeth, (laughs) and some eyes start to flit open on various points along this trunk. It is too big. Um, It is going to get a bite attack off on you. Does an eight beat your armor class? So you manage to back handspring out of the way, but I need everyone to uh, give me those initiatives starting with Yuri. Chuck. 15. I hope that you all just get Choppa. Bang bang. Rumble. You get some mud combat. Yeah. Just hold your horses. All right, Yuri, you're first. You see this, what a moment ago appeared to be a common sort of wooden trunk starting to morph into a creature that is a mouth. What would you like to do? Fireball to the throat. <laughs> Roll to hit. Uh, that does not hit. Would you like to do anything else? 
one, my only action is on a similar bonus action is two hand, two weapon fighting hand, and one weapon. Do you want to move? Do you want to. So right now. I should. It is in this corner. Bang, or. Sorry. This corner. Bang, bang is there. And I'm just going to move everyone sort of closer. You say that. Get that spell off. You have to go there. Okay. So I'm going to. Nice. Um, Chuck. Um, okay. I'm going to move um, five. to this thing as your sword sinks into the... Is it wood? Is it flesh? You're not quite sure. It feels weird to stab. But it feels weird to stab! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can't disengage. It can, yeah, it's going to get an attack of opportunity at you. Does an 18 beat your armor class? So you're going to take. Where am I doing this? You're going to take six piercing damage and an additional five acid damage. And as this bite clamps down on your arm, you can see it, the acid is starting to corrode the the, the fabric of your shirt. So six and five. You take six piercing and then five. So 11 total. I just wanted to specify that there was two different types of damage being dealt to you. Some damage. That does not hit. Um, but you do get one good off on this thing, and you can see weirdly there's some like splinters that fly off of it. Anything else? I don't think that's not weird. Okay. For the record. That's true. That's very true. This thing just feels sort of like, oh yeah. Like a friend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you want to do anything else? Um, it's out of the reaction, so you could technically move without provoking an attack of opportunity. Uh, um, yeah, I'll at least like step back out of. Sure, if you want to move that token five feet back. Awesome. Rumble. 
Do I have line of sight on the chest? Not at the moment. You would need to move into the room. So you can move through allied tokens, but you cannot stay in an allied token. Okay. Can I like move back here and shoot at the chest? Where the chest is here. The chest is there. I'm gonna say you could probably position yourself to get line of sight, but it's going to you, it's gonna have cover behind your allies, yeah. so it's gonna be a harder shot. Sure, but a chance to show off around some new friends, perhaps. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna move my. Yeah, try to stay within the center of the squares. Yes. You move me into the center of that was yeah, yeah, tower. There, like there. Yeah. Okay, kind of here and take try to crack a shot off. So roll to take. hit. It's going to have half cover, I'm going to say, which gives it uh, plus two bonus to Tracy. Okay. So that's a five plus seven. That does not Okay. Cut the mustard. You play it safe and you just sort of aim high and you don't hit any of your new companions, new acquaintances. Yeah. Uh, but you also don't hit Okay. Chest. So I have Dread Ambusher uh, ability, so uh, at the start of my first, any of my first turn in combat, I can take, if I make an attack action that turn, I can take a bonus attack as part of that action. Yeah. yeah. All right. So. Sick. Go for it. So I so so I so I flip a crossbow bolt up and I just like catch it in the crossbow and like yeah, yeah. style reload it. Yeah, that's um, pretty cool. And then God damn the three plus three or three plus that's a You see this guy take on two wicked fast, wicked cool shots that both miss amazingly. <laughs> it's like someone doing really cool gunshot like tricks, but the shots like both come in like, two errant directions. Um, wow, good effort. Yeah. It was the way else. Um no. All right, chopper. I'm going to cast Toll Dead. Please make a wisdom save. It's a natural twenty. Nothing happens. End of turn. All right. Next, how wounded is Chuck looking? Um, nine out of twenty-eight. Chuck's looking very bloody. I'm gonna. Um, and his arm is singeing. Give him a healing word. Okay. Uh, so... use guidance on tackles. Yes, absolutely. At this point, I'm going to say that the guidance has passed. And oh, yeah, but in general, general, you can't. Yeah, you know, as long as guidance lasts. A minute, and I have to be concentrating on it. Let's see. All right. Take it back Four points of healing. What? Oh, yeah. Dark shine? That's my last first level spell. So, next, you see two legs just sort of split out of this chest as it heaves itself up and is now standing, like, eye level with uh, Bang Bang on these two sort of, like, chicken legs. And it's going to take a big step forward and open its mouth and this large purple dripping tongue is just going to sort of like a chameleon just try and adhere to you. Bang. Mm. Does a 21 be your own class? Yes, it does. 
So you're going to take nine bludgeoning damage. Got no time magic left. And you are now uh, grappled as this tongue pulls you pulls you in, and you are just like sort of stuck to it like a fly. Bang, bang. <laughs> bang, bang. <laughs> oh, bang, bang. You're... All right. You're in trouble. Really don't could you move the... Could you move there. the token for the... Yeah, up one. That you're in trouble. You're in trouble. <laughs> Is that a Yuri joke or a urine joke? I'm not quite sure. Oh. All right. I'm gonna move 5, 10, 15. Sure. Just gonna throw a classic fireball at it. Yeah. Nat 20 plus 6, 26. Natural 20 is a critical hit, so roll some damage, double the damage on the die. Yes, please. You're all fired up. Hmm. <laughs> Literally. Yuri's emotional. Yuri's emotional, which makes him fight better. A 10 doubled 20. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just at like point blank range, you're just like <laughs> shooting his head. Um, that's great. Do you want to do anything else? This thing is looking fucked up now. It's now partially on fire. I'm gonna give it a little spank, and then I'm gonna walk away. Free <laughs> action. And you stroll away from it. Uh, it is grappling, bang bang, and cannot take that attack of opportunity on you. Um. Shogun Okay. I am going to. Um. You got spells and stuff too, don't you? Me? Yeah, you. Yeah. I got spells and stuff. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you. You. Yeah. Man. Is it? Mm-hmm. I do. Is it possible for me to cast Cloud of Daggers? Around it, but not bang bang, even though bang bang is grappled. What's the zone that it creates? I think it's 60 feet. It's big. That's the range. Oh, that's, that's the, the range. range. That's Sorry. the range. Um, Cloud of Daggers is a uh, five foot cube. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. You just focus it on the creature rather than. The tongue. Because it is be- because bang bang is being grappled, this does. Um. I still have to be square. Yeah, you got me. Ha! Not very square. <laughs> a little bit. Quite round. Actually. I'm taking my whole brain away from me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It says it's contained to the five foot cube. Because here's here's my thought. I'm gonna rule that it's okay for now. Okay. Uh, you basically just focus it on its back. Okay. At the very least, you would just like adjust that cube. Like we've got these like grid here, but yeah, you can just unlock it from the grid and essentially put it on like the back half of it. Cool, great. Um, I just cast it, and any creature that starts its turn there or enters it for the first time takes uh, 4d4 slashing damage. Do I make a save of any kind? No. It just happens? It's just an area that you enter and get slashed. 
Can you read the, the spell for me? Yeah. You fill the air with spinning daggers and a cube five feet on each side, centered on a point you choose within range. A creature takes 4d4 slashing damage when it enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there. Okay. And then at higher levels, it's like... So it's entering it for the first time now. What does it say after that? At higher levels, when you cast a spell using a spell slot of theory level, but not... Alright, so roll 4d4. Four. Six. Eight. Twelve. Yeah. Twelve. Twelve Nice. So you all see this uh, intangible, magical cloud of daggers just start to... And then just start to swirl around the back of this thing as these daggers will like embed themselves in the back and then like disappear in a plume of smoke only to reappear and cast itself right back into it. Um, It's looking very chipped to pieces, mostly burned, very hurt. Anything else you want to do there? Or, John? Um, Just to also say that it's concentration up to one minute. Okay. The spell. Um, So I'm also going to. Um, also, could you using yeah? No, that's true. Make the cloud dagger. Yeah. And like I said, it doesn't need to be right on that square. It can sort of be like off the grid a little bit if you want. But oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So like, try to make it square size, but it doesn't need to be. I just want it to be set somewhere so that if somebody else walks into it, they take that for Boy, this area. Um, That's the only downside. If one of your party walks into that, they'll also take the 44. If I lose or the this pulls yep. a party member into it because Bang Bang is grappled, it can step into it and pull Bang Bang into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just well, so you understand the physics of it. That's helpful. Thank the you. The physics of this nice class. I'm also going to cast Bardic Inspiration on Bang Bang. Mm-hmm. Wow. Which is 1d6. It's never happened before. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's hard to inspire a robot. Do you play your loot? Um, I can. Oh, no. That's not before. It has. I've given you Bardic Inspiration. Never mind. That's a pretty um, yeah, I, yeah, that's my turn, but my... My bardic inspiration does take the form of me saying, like, singing some song about, like, I don't know, there's something here about, like, tonguing and, like, resist the tonguing. Yeah. Something. It's great. Yeah. And bang, it's just <laughs> you, you do great. Thanks. In the world, you do great. I will resist the tonguing. <laughs> Good. <laughs> That's my turn. He wants to neck with you, Bang Bang. <laughs> bang Bang, it is your turn. Um, you are grappled. Can I still hit the tongue? Yeah, your speed is zero. Okay. Um, it and the you can try to ungrapple yourself, um, but you can still make attacks. Okay, yeah, I just want to try and hit the tongue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 20, not natural. That definitely hits. Roll some damage. Four. And 
Uh, 18 to hit. That also hits. Roll some damage. And 6 damage. That's enough. <laughs> you want to yeah. second one tonight. How do you want to do it? Um, I'm just doing a lot of, like... Killing? Removal of... <laughs> yeah. Soft appendages. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. Do you yeah. want to give it a power just, hug? Yeah. <laughs> so you give it one punch, and then you just hug the tongue really hard and just like vice it, and it just pops off, and you get sprayed with some acidic materials. Um, but it is not enough to do any immediate damage to you. It was the beeswax. Mm-hmm. Um, can I say that this happening loses my, you know, I don't have concentration anymore. You can drop concentration now, yeah. Um, and you all are out of... Was there anything Uh, inside the mimic? Uh, yes, actually. (laughs) Search the room. Search the room. Search the room. You find two copper, three silver, and seven gold. Whoa! What was the number of gold? Two copper. Two copper. Three silver. Seven gold. Two, three, seven. They really should get some better insulation in this sewer system. It's very drippy. I think that's the whole, the whole point of the sewer. Take it off with the Guild of Plumbers and Stairs. Perhaps I will. <laughs> should we see what's up the stairs? Is it it's upstairs or downstairs? It is stairway going up to heaven. So the street level is a little bit? Or... Yeah. A basement or well, the at this point you've been in the sewers for a little while. You gather that you're not too deep down in them. You haven't done much descending. Um, but Is if you go up that stairs, it does come to a door. Hmm. Do you want to open it? I want to listen at it first. Roll a perception check. You can make out the clear sounds of people talking, walking, street noise. This door opens back up onto the streets. Hmm. I relay that information. Hmm. Um. So the fuck we do now? We haven't found the stone. Yeah, but um, we went up there and it's bridged over. But it doesn't seem like there's anything here in this part of the cellar. Did you, Rumble? Where did you come from? At this part, at this point, you have investigated everything that's down there. Yeah, yeah. I I, I looked through on my way into the sewers, and there's no sign of the stone. If if you found this phony stony, um, (laughs) it sounds like there might have been someone trying to cover up the stone. Illusions. A red haroos. I am curious if someone has cast a spell to make the stone seem less magical than it actually is. Uh, that's an interesting idea. I don't know how to do it. You've got uh, to determine that. Take it to Vajra. 
the Black Madra. We certainly show it to her next time we see her. I will also say you have been asked by Leral Silverhand, open Lord of Waterdeep, to bring a stone to her as soon as you find it. What? To the Seven Masked Theater? Yeah. I think Lizzie, do I know? Yeah. Uh, So the government of Waterdeep is... There's a... uh, publicly known figurehead called the Open Lord um, who at, the, at this moment in time is Leral Silverhand a very powerful mage um, there is also a group of masked lords the number and identities of whom are are purposefully obscured so that members of the public don't know who the masked lords are. This is a way of both kind of protecting their identities, um, but also to create a sense of um, uh, anonymity amongst the law in the way that it's being... Basically, it's a way to backhandedly create a different trust. And... um, a lot of people maybe don't trust the the mass lords. They are often pulled. They are they are often important figures within water delving society. Business people, traders, um, traitors, traitors. I did not say that, but there could very well be some traitors amongst the mass lords. Uh, but yeah, you would definitely know who Leral Silverhand is, though, because you've lived. A life both below and above Waterdeep. Um, probably never seen her. You just know of her because it's sort of like the president. Yeah. Yes, we said, dear Rumble. Rumble, Rumble, old chap. <laughs> well, we're walking to wherever we're walking. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm interested in hearing. Yeah, can we watch it? So you're going to go to the Seven Masks? Yes. Okay. Um, where did you come from and where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? Exactly. Where did you come from? Rumble under foot. I came from above. I came from below. Um, you know, it's been a. Uh, <laughs> I was on a small tobacco What's your deal? My deal. Hmm. Where to begin? Um, let's see. I I wouldn't say I I'm a member of the Zens, but I definitely have some friends in low places, you might say. Uh, Gangs are terrible for. I I, I agree. I agree. You know, organized crime is a scourge upon the city and everything. But uh, many of these lords above are, you know, doing some shady things. You know, when you're when you're not looking. And uh, I grew up on the on the streets. You know, I was a. You're an alley cat. Uh, of sorts. I'm an alley goat, so. An alley goat. I haven't counted many alley goats. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> a good breed. Special too. Oh, there's a cat. Let's continue. Continue. I, I, I live. Uh, I, I was taken in by a, by a member of the Zens from the Ah! Alright, he was like a father to me. And, you know, I, I, I grew up mostly on the streets, you know, in the shadows and. 
Charles uh, just learning to inching towards his warhammer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I so I deal with presents, you know, now and again. Uh, they pay coin for information. I'm good at not being seen. You seem pretty handy with that crossbow. Well, you see. I don't know if you. You shot him, you shot him. You seem very confident with your, that you're handling. Very very sure. Quickly. The crossbow is like a third arm to me. Mm. Um, can you hold uh, things with your tail? <laughs> well, and he turns around and it's just like a little torn of tail. Can you and Chuck just has this little one. Three arms. That would be Chuck takes. Perhaps I should talk to Nim about three arms. Get an upgrade. Bang, bang, bang. Bang, bang, bang. The tail has a mind of its own. If I cannot control it, except. Um, just like my horn blasting. <laughs> so to speak. As it were. No, look, I, I, I see you're concerned. I'm not. Uh, I, I wouldn't. I, I would, I'm my own cat, you might say. And I'm not a leech to any, any, of, any of the organizations that. What well, I might be able I to do understand do. that in difficult circumstances, one often must make difficult choices. So, to new beginnings. Look, or at least the beginning of this, whatever. Are we at the PJ yet? How far is it? Goodness, this one yeah, seems like it's taking forever. You walk from the trades ward to the dock ward, and after asking around a little bit, you get directed to the Seven Masks Theater. I wish I had a gold cut can I, can I ask Three what? Guys. <laughs> this, this stone of galore, uh, you know, it's it, it fallen into the wrong hands. So it's, it's a powerful object, and I have to know who, who you're, who you're intended on bringing it to. Oh, certainly. Um, seems everybody in the city wants it. The organized criminals mm-hmm. and the Zens and the Xanathars as well mm-hmm. is the politicians. Um, so, but this is just perfect, as far as we know. Honestly, sorry. Hold it up to the microphone, version. <laughs> um, the fantasy realm has been shattered, hot like a bubble. Sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, we just met this lady like today, and then our friend disappeared. So we're not like. I should also say you're all pretty, some of you are more beaten up than others. You could very well take some time if you wanted to. Yes, yeah, if I could rest. stop off in a, a tavern or just take a short rest, and take a seat on a park bench or yes, something please. and catch your breath. And, yeah. mm-hmm. um, there's totally room for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to look around for a quiet, shady area where they might be able to sit for a minute. Yeah. What I'll say is. Uh, you get directions to where the Seven Masks Theater is, and you, being familiar with the dock ward, know that there is a small uh, common area around a statue that has some benches that's only a two or three minute walk from the theater, so it's a good place to just cool your heels Perfect. before you approach the theater. Um, is anybody hungry? I'm, I am rashed. Ooh. 
Very good. And I'm also going to sing a little ditty, just to pass the time, and to Song of Rest, which means that all my party members regain an extra 1d6 points at the end of a short rest. Awesome. And I am going to... Do people extra remember how a short rest works? I, just want to I don't know if we've ever done one. Well, I don't think we've ever done a short rest. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's usually not... Especially at lower levels, taking a short rest is less impactful because you have fewer hit die. But it's probably going to be something you start to do more and more as your adventures get bigger and more lengthy. Um, basically, you take an hour of in-game time to not do any activities. You literally physically stop what you're doing, sit, or rest. And um, you have a number of hit die at the beginning of each day presumably, that is equal to your character's total levels. So as level four characters, you have four hit die. Um, depending on your class, that is what determines that hit die. As a wizard, you would have a d6 for your hit die. As a bard, I believe it's a d8. Um, but it is on your character sheet. Um, and whenever you take that short rest, you can use as many of those hit die as you would like to regain hit points. So let's say you have uh, a max 30 hit points and you're at 25. doesn't make sense to use more than one, maybe. So you'll just use one hit die. Uh, That gives you three left. So you would theoretically, if you took another short rest, have three more hit die to use before you take a long rest. Where does it say this? I'm sorry. Where does it say what? What your hit die are. It'll be on your character sheet. If you hit um, the short rest, it'll bring If you hit the short rest, it'll show you these things. But uh, if you're just oh, looking yeah. for it... it is yeah, I think the, sh- the easiest way on, on D&D Beyond is to just tap the short rest button. Mm-hmm. It'll tell you how many hit die you have available. Um, whenever you... Mm-hmm. like, You'll just check the boxes of however many hit die you want to use. Cool. Uh, you have the option of rolling it in... Uh, D&D Beyond or in person, either is fine with me. Um, and you do add your constitution modifier to those side. And also, our group is going to be great at taking short rests because of Chuck's song. You get an extra D6, you said? Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't. I get to expend one of my hit die in, cha- in exchange for a D6. So, I. It's worse. Yeah, no, instead of using. Oh, and everybody gets. I and everyone gets D six. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I so basically, if I want to use Song of Rest and all of my hit dice, I would have three for me, one for everyone. Makes three D eight for me, one D six for everyone. But if I don't do that, I have four D eight. Okay. Yeah. Also, Shafa has an ability called uh, Special Food, and as part of the short rest, I put Special Food. For up to six creatures, and at the end of the short rest, you get an extra D8 if you make food. Fuck yeah. Nice. Okay, um, I have a question. This party's born to chill. Yeah. <laughs> where are we still Get some going, get some snacks. We're, we're a vibe creation party. Hacky sack out. Our last level up, I did durable. Yeah. Um. So, my. Hit die is a D8, and the minimum I can regain from a roll is an 8. So does that mean I automatically just roll 8s? Is it a minimum of 8 
As in, like, if you roll 2d8, and when both of them were, and one was a 3 and one was a 4, would you automatically get 8? Or is it when you roll a hit die to regain HP and the minimum HP you regain from the roll equals eight? Yeah, so you just automatically get max. So you should still roll it because you have your constitution bonus. So you could get eight or more. If you rolled an eight, you'd get eight plus your right. constitution. Okay. Minimum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. All right. All right. Okay. Also, so you roll. What's your constitution modifier? Plus four. Jesus. So as long as you strong roll, and durable. As long as you roll a four, like anything below a four, you can pretty much ignore. Right. And if you roll higher than a four, you just get more. Okay. I think. Yeah, one, two, three, or four, you heal eight points. And then for a five, six, seven, eight, you would get that number plus four. Do, can you read the can you read the ability one more? Does it say that no matter what you roll, it's an eight total or eight on the die? I just want to hear the whole thing again. I think I need to like look at the more complete. Yeah, I want to. This is good. This is the first time we're short resting. It's good to get these things, get these Welcome questions. So. Short rest. Mm-hmm. But at the very least, you get everybody gets an extra D eight. And everyone gets an extra D6. See if Sharky's going to do the thing. I am. I am. When you roll in the tight and hit points, the minimum number of hit points you regain from the roll equals twice your constitution modifier. Minimum of two. My constitution modifier is four, so it's a minimum of eight. I see. So, yeah. I, I think what we said is essentially yeah. true. Roll a D8. Yeah. If you roll, four, if the number is below eight, make it equal. Yeah, yeah. Ready to So if you roll a five, a six, a seven, or an eight, add your constitution modifier to it and take that. If you roll a one, a two, a three, or a four, just an eight. eight. Okay. Cool. Thanks. I have a question real quick. I have something called arcane recovery. Once per day when you finish a short rest... Mm-hmm. You can choose an expended, choose expended spell slots to recover up to a combined level of two. Yeah. Does that mean I can either do one second level or two first level? Precisely. That's it. Okay. Yeah. That's sick. Wait, so do you, re- do you regain spell slots and short rests? Oh. Uh, it differs on the class. Wizards have the arcane recovery feature. Rangers do not. Are you a ranger? You're a spellcaster. Ranger magic. We're taking a short rest. I'm going to. Spend one hit die, which is a D8. So it's a D6 from Chuck, plus a D8 from myself, plus my constitution modifier once, because I'm going to one hit die. And then I add that all up with the one constitution, right? Yeah. Um, but your D8 gets applied to, for the food, gets applied to everybody. This D6 yes. I rolled gets applied to I will get yeah. applied to Basically, everyone well, you have to roll the d6. I roll the d6. Everybody else roll I their think. d8 individually. Yeah, roll. I, I understood it to be that everyone gets a d6. Oh, um, then never mind. Okay, but read it, read the ability again because I'm not positive. I can look at it too. I have your each of those. Yeah. Okay. If you or any friendly creature whose interior performance regains hit points at the end of the short rest by spending one or more hit dice, each of those creature regains an extra one d six hit points. 
Oh, so you don't wow. even need to use it as a 1d6. You can oh. take a short rest, and essentially, if you can hear yourself... Yeah. Which you can. Yep. Um, you can regain an extra 1d6. So I don't even have to ex- use this one of my... Wait. No, no. Wait. If you are a friendly creature, if you are any friendly creatures who can hear your performance, i.e. your song of rest, regain hit points at the end of the short rest by spending one or more hit dice... Each of those creatures regains an extra one d six. So if somebody is using, mm. uh, so that's the that's the caveat. Oh. Someone needs to use a hit dice, yeah, to regain the. So if you have no hit dice six. left, you couldn't benefit. Exactly. Oh, but it's not taking my d six isn't taking place of no no no. You're not anyone else's. Yeah yeah. Like, it's just an extra as long bonus. as you have a hit dice that you're expending. Cool. And you're using song of rest, you get. A, Astro it's basically like you're giving us it's a really inspiration on our short rest. Okay. So but everyone rolls their own d6. Yes. Take exactly. d6 and d8. And I'm still going to use two hit dice jack just because I'm I I'm not going to police you all on your hit dice. All I ask is use the honor policy and keep track of it for yourself. Yeah. So that you don't somehow have like six hit dice per long rest when you are stay for a level character. Okay, so I'm getting three. Um, and I do recommend, like, if you do your rolling IRL, that's totally cool. Just still be sure to actually literally hit the short rest button on ZMB Beyond so it's tracking it in game. Super helpful, especially over these like drawn out like days that can sometimes go over a few sessions where you might forget by day four or like day four of playing. I got eight. What you did at the beginning of that day, especially like higher levels of combat state. Oh yeah, like right now things are pretty simple, but once you get like to tenth level and you have ten hit dice to play with and you're in a big dungeon, like. Back to uh, full hit points, baby. Could I restore my chronal shift, or does it have to be a self spot? My time, my time, go shift. Uh, that would be detailed in your like. You can't class features are not the same as spells unless I watch this. So this says restore two spell slots. Yeah, but look and see if the chronal shift. Chronal. Chronal shift. Chronal shift. Look and see whether that is a a spell, a uh, a long or a short rest. Some things you regain on a short rest, other things you regain on a long. And maybe now is a decent time to take a quick break. People, it's eight o'clock. I was hoping to play for another two to two and a half hours. Um, Do people want to take a quick break to like use the bathroom or uh, temperature wise? How are people doing? I'm so comfy. Yeah. Oh, I have an awful confession to make, and it's been weighing on it's me. That I wish I had like a second burrito. Um, <laughs> also, yes. No, it's uh, yeah. the um, recording wasn't going properly for the first hour, so oh, no. it exists. I'm sorry, guys. Um, but it's going to be way lower quality for the first hour. That's okay. I think that's great. I know. I'm just so sad. We're, we're tightening things up. I looked over and the <clears throat> recording wasn't recording. I was like. Oh, dear. Why is there no red dots? <laughs> yeah. But it was oh, still recorded. It was just less. No, I was recording about two systems, unfortunately. Oh, okay. I make redundancies. Anyway. Hey, well, you're doing. Hey. I'm sorry. There's a lot of microphones here, more than I've ever had in the DD session. Well, exactly. So, yeah, I think we're going to And yeah, the recording is still. Um, anyway, yeah, if we want to take a break, that's fine. 
So, you all are resting in a public space. <laughs> Chuck has pulled out his loot and is playing a calming song. And Choppa has set up a little griddle and makes you all some food. Aww. Uh, but at the end of... An hour. What would you all like to do? We're next to the theater. You're just a couple of minutes away. I, okay. I say, fear not, my friends. These are my crowd. <laughs> I'm one of the... I'm one of the experience. So you're saying this as you... Follow my lead. As you approach the Seven Masks Theater, uh, you can all see that they're on the marquee uh, the show being advertised is Sephiria's Booty. <laughs> Excuse me? Sephiria's <laughs> <laughs> Booty. And you can see that there are some show posters that have been painted. There is a woman with a buxom woman with How blue much hair. Treasure? How much booty? Uh, there's a lot of treasure. There is a sort of cheeky, like, she's sort of, like, looking over her shoulder, and she does indeed have, uh, a derriere. Um, but you can see that this female character with blue hair is flanked on either side by two sort of arms-crossed grinning men, and the backdrop is a sort of seafaring ship. Um... And you can see underneath it, uh, starring Westra Moltimer. Uh, Westra, ready? Here we go. West. Westra. W-E-S-T-R-A. Correct. Moltimer. 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 M-O-L-T-I-M-E-O-R. M-M-U-R. What's the name of the play? Sephiria's booty. Sephiria spelled S A P P. Damn it. H I R I A apostrophe S. Wait, 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 wait. S A P P H H H A I R I A apostrophe S. Booty, as it sounds. Booty. Um, Calvin, we have this ongoing issue where I try to write down the names of anyone in D&D canon. I'm always wrong. <laughs> I've never know how to spell them properly. Hey, you got Westra. I did. But do you know why? Because I had to disband what I thought it was. What did you think it was? I thought there was either... I thought that there might be an H at the end. Mm-hmm. Fair. There's, usually, there's a lot of irrelevant consonants in D&D names. But uh, you arrive at the Seven Masks Theater to see the marquee advertising Sephiria's booty. At this point, it is past midday. It is probably uh, uh, around three in the afternoon. Um, being it being the autumn, it is getting it's starting to get dark already. Uh, it's by no means dark yet. It's not quite dusk, but the sun is starting to set. 
And you all are outside of the theater. Cool. Um, let's go inside. You step forward, put a hand on the handle, and it is locked. I don't think they're open. Do we... Do we need tickets? Uh, is there a ticket booth? There's not a ticket booth outside. There are areas you can go around the around the perimeter of the theater. Yes. Let's and do you can try to find other doors if you'd like. Did, did the uh, open lord say Sweet. when? You can try to pick the lock. You could always try to pick the lock. It's a hot move in the middle of this busy street. This seems ill-advised. Yeah, you would be visible. Visible. I think let's just do a walkabout. It's easy, quick walkabout. I don't like being visible. No. In our group, we try to refrain from crimes. Crimes. (laughs) Sometimes. Well, except the burning people, I suppose. For those murders. (laughs) Yeah, Joe cut to like several crimes that you all committed in the past few weeks, killing three people at once. Bang, bang, far away. Yeah, some some deities, some murders. (laughs) (laughs) We don't do crimes. Um, But yeah, you can, if you want to go around the theater, there are a few other doors. Uh, you try a couple other ones that are locked. You do eventually on the... So this building, the, the front of it, the marquee is on... is facing west. On the northern side of this building, close to the back of it, you do manage to find a door that is open, and above it there is a sign that says uh, backstage. Mm. And do you want to go into it? So you crack this door open, and you can see down a long hallway that is dimly lit. There is subdued but somewhat frantic movement, as you can make out people in all-black outfits who have one hand up to their ear talking into, you're not sure, some sort of device, and you can also at times see people in lavish costumes going into a room sort of to the left and then walking out of and walking right. Um, you can make an insight check if you'd like to determine what's going on here. I would say Chuck, you'd probably be the person. Oh, we don't get Julian's re- re-roll for ones anymore. <laughs> uh, I miss him. That's a strong three. You, uh, this feverish (laughs) movement and this activity puts you on edge. You're not sure what's going on, but no one's really talking loudly. I don't, something feels weird. Can someone else who's maybe a little more more insightful try to see if they know what's happening? At this point, you all have lingered in this open doorway long enough. One of these people dressed in black walking towards the end of the hallway just sees you. He's holding a clipboard and just sort of looks and comes over and is like, Can I help you? We're in the middle of a dress. We're uh, we're here for the show. Can we have a ticket, please? The show's not happening yet. It's a dress rehearsal. Uh, When is the show? 
it's, it hasn't gone up yet. It's going up in the, a week's time. A week? A ten days' time. A ten days. Ten days. What, what, here's a funny question. I'm just taking a poll for everyone. And I'm doing a poll. Have you seen? Do you have business here beyond just wanting to see the show? We're looking for Leila Silva. Have you seen The Open Lord? Or at least parts? Give me one moment. Um, I'll be right back. And the stagehand eases the door closed. <clears throat> cool. Well, so, so what do you think is going to happen? Wait. You can wait. You can talk. Did did, did they say they would they would be here? The open lord said to get the stone and then come back to this theater. And I assumed it would be to see the show. Follow me, please. Okay. The stagehand uh, ushers you backstage, and you can see as you're walking, there are you walk by a number of dressing rooms. You can see people who are dressed in, like, pirate outfits. There is one door that you walk by that is closed with the name uh, Westra, with a star that is currently closed. But you walk by, you have to shimmy. It's a, it's a rather skinny hallway, but you walk the length of it until you are uh, brought to another door. You're shown through the wings and then brought out into the front row of the auditorium. Sitting in the front row, you see a slight man in comfortable clothing with a long black braided beard and hair that has been sort of pulled back into a tight bun behind his head. And uh, as the stagehand brings you very hushed. There is a performance happening on stage currently, although you can tell it's not a full-out performance. There are actors who are going through the motions of saying their lines and hitting their marks, but it seems very much the energy of a rehearsal. Uh, But this man is watching the performance. Doesn't really even seem to take notice as the stagehand comes up and says, Mr. Mystere, these are the people who are uh, looking for and this person who's, who was addressed as Mystere, Mr. Mystere, just sort of raises a hand to you all, gestures. Oh, oh. oh that's not what you want to see. I think it's just a bumble, but still. It is, but this isn't where the bumblebee wants to be. Oh, oh. it's confused. Oh, man, it's destroying <laughs> It's really bumbling around. <laughs> it's on the sun. Okay. Um, maybe open that door too, so it has an, an escape route. Two more bumblebees. Mister Mister gestures to some open seats next to him in this first row of the auditorium. For you all to take. Okay. They sit down. I sit next to him. And it's kind of like awkwardly like... So, um, do you know, could you speak with the open door, please? Is she here? Sort of takes in what you're saying, but his, his attention is split. 
And after a moment, he sends and says, No, no, no. Ronnie, you are supposed to walk downstage on that queue, not upstage, downstage. Listen, I need to deal with some folks here. We'll take five and we'll return. Thank you. And the actors are just sort of like, and they all like sort of slouch off stage. Um, Mr. Mystere sort of turns in his seat. You are friends of the open door of Waterdeep. Yes? Uh, friend is a, I would say, a little. Uh, wanting of my, of something for me to say. I would say we are more. At this point, the house lights raise ever so slightly. What was before dark, mostly dim light is now a little bit easier to see. Cool. Um, we have some business to attend with her that we need to follow up on, and she said to me, Oh, here. yes, yes, yes. The open lord uh, recounted me with your meeting earlier in the day. Who are you? A friend. Paying him no heart. There was, um, I was told, a short one. Not a cat. Uh, the short one. Uh, th- th- but it's a one in one out situation. We trust, uh, trust us. He can be trusted. Look, I've known these. I've known these fine folk for a long time, and we've, we've been close friends. And uh, my, what is they, your they name? Ask for help. My name. My name. Uh, yes. Rumble. <laughs> Rumble underfoot. You are from Watoti. Yes. Yes, I'm from these parts. Uh, and he's quite right handy. The crossbow is not at all. You smell, um. You smell of the sewer. Oh, you know, uh. We've I, all been in the fluids. <laughs> I think we've all been. Seems. We've all been down there. I think you're what you we, might be smelling we, is all of our. I was helping them with a task when stumbled into some muck. Very well. Uh, the open lord <laughs> told me, uh, oh, I should say, the open lord has given me full dispensation to deal with his business. I am, <clears throat> I am aware of the uh, stone of Galore. How can we, why can't we speak to the lord herself? She's a busy lady. The open lord has many dealings around the city. She These cannot always... Instructions. Could I... You do not wish to deal check? with me. You wish to deal with the open lord. Can I make an insight check? Absolutely. Thirteen. Uh, what are you trying to well, determine? If, uh... If they're telling the truth about the open lord giving them permission to handle their affairs for this. Yeah, it seems to be. That's more of an insight, isn't it? <clears throat> That's what I said. Yeah, that was an insight roll. Um, <laughs> you, can, you guys can eat chips at the table if you want. I really didn't mean to do yeah, so. I just also need to pace. Yeah. <clears throat> Crinkle that bag up. I'm okay with some, some light pacing as well. Uh, I feel your energy is in Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, cool. Seems on the up and up to me. Um, 
Who's got the stone? You have a stone. Ah, oh, <laughs> uh, right. Um, yeah, well, we found this. And he throws the decoy, or what we think to be the decoy, stone floor to the guy, Westra. No. Oh. No, the other one. <laughs> this is a thing. This is not... This is not the start of Galar. Oh, yeah, I mean, we figured that much out, but we followed up the lead. This is what we found. Our friend disappeared. We're still trying to deal with that. Sort of separate instinct, but lead followed. Here you go. Yes. Um, this was following up, of course, on Fenerus. Yes, that's the, right. Uh, not a, the convict who is believed to have been in possession of the Stone of the Law. Yes. Well, <clears throat> you see, we've heard some conflicting information that <clears throat> Fenaris is actually um, incarcerated. Currently. This is true. Well, that's good. So we followed up. This is pretty much all we found. Some troglodytes, um, some kobolds, who tell them the whole story. Yes, it sounds like a normal Zenithar activity. Mm-hmm. If I had to make a guess, they took this stone, believing it to be the real thing. They are quite dull sometimes. Yes, um, makes sense. But that still leaves the question of where is the real thing? And I am inclined to believe that uh, Fenoris is the one with this answer. Oh, with the information. Uh, I think <coughs> perhaps uh, we should head next to the prison. Where is he kept? Yes, I have learned that he's being held in a city watch post in the castle world for uh, theft. And uh, no doubt he hid the stone before his capture. You must speak with him right away. You need to devise some sort of rules to get close to Fenris. I urge against violence, or you might find yourself locked up beside him. Mm. Perhaps the black staff Yes, perhaps, but the black staff has not always had the um, easiest of relations with the city watch. Is there any connections to the Lord's Alliance? This could perhaps sway things. You could always speak to the Magister on duty, of course. So, we a Magister. I believe. A Magister is like a judge, basically. Hmm. They usually oh, reside. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A Magister resides over. There's usually a Magister who resides over a specific wards like courthouse. Got it. So if Fenris is being held in a prison within the castle ward, there's presumably a magister who oversees that courthouse, that prison, and will be responsible for what's that? We could get a warrant. Well you could go to this courthouse and one way or another, try to get in touch with Fenris. You could either petition the Magister to let you have an audience. You could 
come up with some other means of seeking out that audience, either by deception or sneaking, although sneaking into a courthouse and a jail without proper permissions could lead to further trouble. Um, if we knew someone with a very high deception, we might be able to sneak We can figure something out as we... Yes, yeah, so we went... Uh, See if I might have any connections with any City Watch members who might be able to give us more information. Yes, um, or perhaps our friend Barnes, but uh, this magister may be the fastest way to access. If we are able to convince them quickly. Uh, Miss Chuck, you have any disguise magic? That might work to get solved. I, I could disguise myself as a city watch guard, for sure. That seems dangerous. Okay. We should start with the magister and see <clears throat> how that goes. Yes. And get sneaky if we have to. Okay. Yes. Of course, if you know a, uh, a lord of Waterdeep, a masked lord, perhaps. That is the sort of thing that could uh, open doors, but who knows if that's not the case. You know? yeah. Don't we wish? I send a message, I send a whisper, I can't do that sneakily, sorry. So no. we, um, we certainly have a fine magister. Unless, does anybody else have any questions for this person? Are you from that island? Oh, I'm asking this, what's the public? What do you mean? I'm curious about your, your heritage. Oh, yes, my... Uh, I the name of the island. My way of speaking. Yes, I'm from Lantan. Lantan. Do you know the oh, shopkeeper? Ron is my name. Keeper Pete. Pete. Ron Quan Mystere. Ron Quan. R-O-N-Q-U-A-N. Mystere. M-Y-S-T-E-R-E. I'm blown away by this name. <laughs> Ron Kwong. Ron Kwong is there. Great. Well, much too pleasure to make your findings. Yes. Um, unless you have more questions for me, do you know where to find me? Should you find the stone? Uh, yeah. What should we do with this? The, what are you holding up with this? The fake stone, or I point at the fake stone. Keep it as a heirlooms, keep it in deep water harbor, put it on your mantle, I don't care. Mm. Okay. Don't leave it here, though. We try to keep the auditorium clean. Uh, break, a, break a little goat leg, you know? Oh, <laughs> I, yes, okay. Break a hoof. Okay. <laughs> Um, as soon as we get outside, it's like, we should go talk to uh, your, your contact from the other team. Absolutely. See if you can help us. <clears throat> he remember, we, he doesn't know that we know that he is. We could just go to him to say that we need some help with a man with connection. Yes, he, somebody we know he has connections. We've some heard, harp strings. We heard, oh, very good. Um, <laughs> perhaps like the Lord's Alliance would help, and we thought we'd be there, 
So let's go to Mert's house and see if he's there, or we can leave a message. With An interesting staff. point: you have not confronted Mert on the fact that you are aware he is a masked lord yet. Right. Yeah. He's so we're gonna skirt. Yes, we're. we're I think still we're gonna, gonna skirt Mert. Skirt Mert. We're in, so you, but you are going to Mert's mansion. Yeah. Yes. Mert's mansion. It sounds like a level in like a Mario. <laughs> Mario. Mario's mansion. Oh, I hate this track. Uh, yeah. So many loops. <laughs> um, you. It takes you a while. Uh, Mert lives in the sea ward. You're in the dock ward. Takes. Uh, you could spend a little bit of money and take a gray. Or if you just want to go by foot, it'll take you about an hour to walk there. Dre would probably cut that. How much does the Dre cost? 20 minutes. Um, that's a good question. I believe mean, it's like a silver nib. A Dre is like a... silver... Yeah, a Dre is fish. like a double-decker bus, but it's pulled by a horse. Yeah. It's just like a bus to get around town. That's fun. Double-decker carriage. You're saying no Dre like to well, Dre. I think my next ask might be Wiggly's Healy's. Healy's. Whatever it is, uh, I'm gonna pay. Be, for. It'd be four nibs per head. Nibs are copper pieces. Okay. This one's on Daddy. That's so two silver pieces. pieces. Two silver pieces. <laughs> I've been getting just the tips lately. Hey. We can pay for that with the silver we found earlier in that. Okay, I'm not going to take it out of mine then. We can pay for it with the sewer coin. Uh, so cool? yeah, let's take a drag. Let's do it. I hear uh, sewer coin is hot right now. <laughs> Probably like I've been some told to sewer coin. I heard a rumor that it's going to go up. Uh, Rumble, being so exposed above ground probably has you feeling a bit on edge. And I don't know how much in your life you would have been, you would have taken something like the Dre's to get about, but uh, being this visible might be hitting you a little weird right now. It definitely, definitely is. Yes. Uh, but as you ride along through Waterdeep, it takes about 20 minutes before the Drey comes to within a few blocks of Mert's home. You all disembark and walk short distance to the mansion, knock on the door. <clears throat> There's no answer. What time of day is that again? It's approaching... 4.30, okay. 4 o'clock. It's getting dark. It's starting to get dark. There's a... And I, I mentioned earlier in the day, it is... Uh, it has been lightly snowing. It's so snowing. it's chilly. Um, let me knock again. <laughs> you knock and knock. Minutes go by, banging. Work does not seem to be home. Servants... Just so y'all are aware, uh, I am rolling a percentile die every time you go to visit Mert at his home um, to see whether or not he is home. I'll call. Interesting. I'm going to look at the baby credits. Maybe go where it should. But Mert's not here. What would you like to do? Uh, well. 
I think we I just did I think I could leave a note. He knows who I am. Would you think it's safe? Would you slide Um Yeah, I think Yuri would take out parchment and pen, which is part of his inventory. Yeah. And And you're like, Uncle Joe, I have a friend who needs some meat. Can you help? Actually. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think I would say contact. Shall I not leave my name? Shall I not leave my name? Say contact the Love it. Um, contact the Hoodie Nui. So I do still think familiars would be a very good thing to honor. Yeah. The familiars? Because we're all like very friendly and also Julia and I'm an animal. He's an animal. He's an animal. One day I'll have that mechanical bird. <laughs> Do you think we should tell Mert that Julian's missing? No. no we, we just want to. We just want to talk to him. So we can talk to him. You know, don't put any sensitive information. All right. Um, so we'll be back in the morning. Just after breakfast. <clears throat> And would he like a pastry? <laughs> I'll write all that. Good. Uh, and then right under that, all right, we're going to talk to you in the morning. I'll bring you a pastry. Contact shooting me. We'll be back in the morning. We'll bring pastries. Yeah. Um, and then what do we want to go to watch hey. post mm-hmm. and see if we can do it without him? Yeah. And then we can come back in the morning and try to yes. come back here today. Vibes. So the plan right now is to go to the courthouse and see what you can do. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't work out in your favor, you're gonna the see if we're at the prison. Yeah, uh, the, there, the prison is beneath the the like city watch post in the castle. Right. I'm using a few different titles here, being a bit vague. Sure. But um, the municipal building. But it is essentially a courthouse. And there is a prison as part of this. Yeah, so let's go there. Okay. Uh, Once again, you're traveling from the Seaward to Castle Ward. It's going to take you about a half hour on foot. By the time you get there, uh, the day is more or less done, the business part of the day, and it is getting dark. You get there as it seems like the courthouse is closing. Um, Do you think we could sneak in? I don't. I think right now, we could sneak in, which we would later. Um, but right now, let's try to catch people while they're still here. I have one more spell for the day. I think if I enhance Chuck's ability to be charismatic, mm-hmm. and we can talk our way into a um, meeting, with the Magister, we might have a chance. If not, we'll see. That's about it. You, uh, if you walk in, are you going into the courthouse? Yes, but I'm going to cast Eagle Splendor on yes. Chuck. Okay. <laughs> so you walk into this courthouse. And, uh, well, I have a question. Well, like, my presence as a tabaxi in this city, in the above ground streets, raised concern. No, not necessarily. 
Tabaxi, Tabaxi are are certain are you, you draw some looks. You draw some looks. Sure. I mean, this whole party is weird, so it draws looks. Fair enough. Um, in in some ways, it almost provides a bit of disguise that you're amongst uh, a a party that has a satyr, an elf, a turtle, and a monster. In some ways, like like it doesn't matter who you look at; everyone's sort of weird. The one normal person in this party is now, who knows where. <laughs> the one normal looking person that is. I could disguise myself. And then I'll wear shoes. So, in fact, as you walk into this courthouse, you see uh, across the way there's a couple benches on either side. It looks like you're in a waiting room of some sort, and there's a clerk's desk uh, across from you as you enter. And you see this clerk is gathering things from around this desk. It looks like their day is finishing, and they look up and see you, and they're just like, the the court is closing business for the day. Uh, if you have, uh, if you if you wish to make an appointment, or if you have an appointment, you'll I'm, I, uh, you'll have to come. Sorry, you'll have to come back tomorrow. <clears throat> what do I get from Eagle Splendor? Advantage okay. on all charisma checks. Oh yeah, Ooh. my fair citizen. <laughs> you see a, a sort of tightly wound, mousy woman, human woman. What's her? Uh, my name's Angelina. Beautiful. You see, I'm in a bit of a, a bit of a bend. I'm a, I'm with a group of. That's true. Um, I'm, I'm with a group of uh, a fine heroic adventurers, and we have. Sort of looks at all here's just like a little bit like. <laughs> okay. We're a little rough around the edges, but I promise you, we're not the, we're not doing anything untoward right now. We just need to. Uh, we, we have some dire, dire business. We're working with the open heart. And we need to speak with the Magister, please. Make a persuasion check. Uh, um, 22. Ooh. I love you. You see, like, things have just gotten a little bit serious at that name drop, and... She seems to believe you. Mm. Uh, pulls out a ledger and like <laughs> slams it open and is just like I'm top you know, priority. I, I, I okay. think <laughs> I, the, the magister has already gone home for the day. Um, what is your business? Um, it's about an inmate. We have uh, mm-hmm. some questions. That which like. which inmate? Uh, Henry's. Mister Stormcastle. Yes. Um, says here. A thief mm-hmm. believed to have been a member, possibly founder of the Bloodhawk Posse. Yep, that's the one. And yeah. you wish to speak to him? Yes, it's of the most important urgence, please. Okay. Well, I, I'm sorry, but to do that, you'll need to see the Magister, and I, I can't fit you in any sooner than High Sun tomorrow. High Sun is new. Okay, cool. Um, well, could you tell us, pretty, pretty, please, where the Magister lives? Maybe we can go there right now. I'm sorry, that is uh, highly against the law. I cannot give out the address of a Magister, even if I knew it, and I don't. <laughs> mm. Angelina. I'm Chuckleberry, I forgot to say that. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Okay. Um, uh, hi, Mr. Finn. Uh, hello. I'm Mr. Finn. Mr. Finn. Mr. Finn. Um, Mr. Finn's my father. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> I, I was really, did you know anyone who would know where the Magister lives? We are really in a, in a bind right now. Please. Is there an off-duty... Oh. <clears throat> An on-call on magister? Uh, there, there's no on-call magister, no. Um, it is the end of the business day, and um, I'm sorry, there, her schedule is, is, is full in the morning. It would take something uh, very strange for those meetings to be moved around and Push you top priority, Chuck. Top priority. You say not to say anything, but we are top priority. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We are top priority. Angelina. <laughs> it has to do with the, the stone of Angelina. May I call you Angelina? Um. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, I'm sure that the Stone of Galoo is really important, <laughs> but um, the Magister has a lot of very important business to attend to uh, in the morning, and it would take um, something rather uh, remarkable to change the schedule around. What if it, we, we told you it had to do, we had some insight on Xanathar? Um, I would, I guess, believe it. You all seem rather uh, shady, if I'm being completely honest. I'm clean shaven, though, you're not shaving me. Oh, that's not true. Um, mutton chops, ram. Never made that connection before, it's on the grass. Now, I'm saying this out loud to uh, Angelina, by the way. Um, Listen, it, 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 I, I can I can fit you in at High Sun tomorrow. Uh, okay, can you put the reservation down under fit? Yes, I've already... Party uh, of five. Okay. We would uh, prefer a booth. What time tonight. do you open in the morning? Uh, we, we open as uh, at the same time as most businesses, just after dawn. Hmm. Thank you. The Magister is, is usually in sometime just after breakfast time. Okay. Early morning. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Angelina. Angelina, we were told by the Open Lord to find them immediately after we found this information. Is there truly nothing we can do? Do you have some sort of writ or notice from the Open Lord? No. Do we? I'm sorry if if I if I just caved to everyone who came in and said that they we have a map that they gave us showing us where to go. Uh, they did, they did not give us the map. Hmm? Okay. I mean, we can no. lie to her for sure, but she didn't give us that map. Uh, uh, she give us the map? If we got permission from the magistrate before tomorrow, would would you let us in to see to speak with the prisoner? I. If you're trying to see the prisoner now, I'm sorry. The answer is that you'll have to see the Magister. The Magister is no longer in this building. I don't know where she lives. Oh. <laughs> but I've made an appointment for you tomorrow at High Sun. 
Thank you, Angelina. You've been very helpful. Thank Let's you. go outside. Let's <laughs> regroup. That was sarcasm. <laughs> okay. Jesus. So. It was not sarcasm. <laughs> so, sorry. Please continue. I, I just said one of them. I use disguise self and, and disguise yourself as a magister. <laughs> but I don't know here. what she looks like. Ah, oh, shit. That's the only issue. If I knew what she looks like. Like, disguise yourself as a specific. You don't think so, right? Um, you can. I can. Disguise self? Yeah. Oh, well, if it's a spell, you can. And if you're just using a disguise kit, very different. No, <coughs> using disguise self, I could yeah. disguise myself as a specific person, but I don't know what the Open Lord looks like to the issue. I mean, sorry, with the with the magister, I could disguise myself as the Open Lord. That might be dangerous. A pool table. Like, you just two minutes later. She would know. Hello! Hello! We ran into the open lord. Using magic to influence officials of Waterdeep, if you're, like, discovered, it would be a death. It depends on what happens. It depends on what you do. Impersonating a an official, though, comes with a pretty serious fine. What about just, like, like a charm or a using magic on a on an official at all is at the very least a fine. That's Angelina, an, an official. She's She's like, clerk of the, if you get the caught, yeah, pass a word court. You haven't played with that group. We get caught. That's not in there. That's okay. <laughs> not very Great sneakiness. I happen to be somewhat of a sneaky person. Mm-hmm. So. Well, sneak okay, well, let's see. Can we do a perimeter of the building? Where is he being kept? Yes, you absolutely can walk the perimeter of the courthouse. I love when I say things in my character voice just to you. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, I have to be like, are you asking the clerk? I or are you asking From outside me? the building. <laughs> can we do a perimeter walk? Yeah. Um, yeah, walking the perimeter of this building, it is constructed of stone blocks. Okay. You had to ascend up a uh, stairwell, a staircase, stone staircase that was like 10 feet wide and raised up a further about 5 feet off of street level. Mm-hmm. Um, walking around the building, you can tell that most of these windows are set up at that 5 foot level. There are some large uh, windows into a courtroom that you can't really get a full uh, look into from down on the street. Uh, There are windows on the east side of the building. The entrance is on the west side. Um, And it also seems like the courtroom, the windows into this courtroom are on this west side. It seems to take up the, like, northwest corner of the building. Um, walking around, you see some windows, the curtains of which have been drawn, um, so you're not sure what is behind those. You can also make out, along the ground, there are windows into, like, a cellar area, or that you would reckon to be a, like, the, where the prison would be, because they have wrought iron bars yeah. that are guarding them. I was going to say, can you just open up one of those windows? Um... Only we have a owl friend. Yeah. Or a rogue. Or a cat. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. 
so we'll go smack the butt. So yeah, yeah you're going to start to fill this place up. There's like lights. The door as well. It did cool down a bit though, right? Yeah. 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 Definitely. Also, we can turn the AC on if you want. I'm okay. Well, it looks like we're not getting in until high noon tomorrow, so... I just want to find out where this goddamn... ...magistrates. We could go home, we could rest, see if Julian's home. That sounds like a good idea. I just want to remind you, because it's an option that you all seem to be sort of dancing around, um... One way to go to prison is to get arrested. That's true. That doesn't mean we'll be here. Throw a little fire, uh, Angeline. You're uh, <laughs> um, I know a thing or two about getting oh, As you're Sorry. doing this, you do see Angelina leave the courthouse with her things and get onto a dray. It goes off into Perfect. She's gone. Let's do some trouble. There are oh, still guards. This place isn't like, like closed up for the night. It's yeah. still a courthouse. It's still a functioning prison, and there are city watch guards who are like coming and going pretty frequently. But no one else really saw us, so it would be less suspicious. I mean, you were being unobvious. There were guards on duty outside of this building. There still are guards on duty outside of and okay. inside this building. Okay, I have an idea. Oh. Please, please, you're, you're supposed to rumble. Take a swing at me. Oh God! Claws out. <laughs> Oh, um, by the no claws. I will take a swing at me, and I'm good at the actress. Let's make a performance. Let's okay. get you in the slammer. May I suggest something else? Oh, you think you're so tough? Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What if you disguise yourself as Federus, and we stage... I don't know what it looks like. I don't know what it looks like. Oh, we have to wait for him. No. I think we should bring in... Yeah, y'all got spell spots left? Yeah, I'm out of spells. Um, I got Julian might be at home. I have have spell spots. That would be a priority. Yeah, what if we just got... Yuri would want to get a home. What if we just did a quick little arrest? And then... But then somebody's arrested. But it would be someone who doesn't even live with us. We can go. I guess we can go home. He's homeless. Oh, I mean that. <laughs> should go to jail. Yeah. Trying to spend the night in prison. Okay. Okay. Fine. 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 We can go. We can go. I love going to prison. It seems to smell better than the sewer. Do you need a place to sit, stay tonight? We've got. If we're coming back here tomorrow, then I mean, I think it makes sense. If you don't mind, if nice yes. corner. Oh, I mean, we've taken residence in a former inn. Where we furbish it. So, yeah. There are many corners that sleep under the bar. Wonderful. I'm, I'm a long way from my home, so. Well, come with us. We'll cook you a good dinner. And, um. What we have you home. mean, Sapa? Uh, and we go home and go to bed. Do you have any pork things? Um, no. Well, I think. No. No, I don't have a deck of cards. I've got some deck of cards. I've got. Gary does. I've got some backpacks. We have a ghost. No, I've got a ghost. And my tools. Oh, and you're your ghost? He's very friendly. His name is Lev. We built him a little shrine. He was a person. He still is a person. Yes. He used to own the place before it got pushed out by the mob. This is Ellis from Martin Home. Anyway, seems like a nice guy, but. Whoa, that almost went in your mouth. I have a question for you, Jack. Yeah. 
if we went home, how long would it take to cast Find Familiar again? Uh, if you have it prepared, I do. And you have the material components for it, it takes an hour to cast, I think. Because if we went home, I think Yuri would go to his bedroom where New and Julian and Freya all used to be. Oh my gosh, you're so lonely. And he would be so oh, sad. Man. And I think he would instantly cast Unfamiliar to try to find Freya. Yeah, you can definitely do but that. But I don't want to take up too much time. That's okay. We won't take up as much time doing it as uh, the first time we did it, probably. But that is very much something you can do. Because she's also very useful, especially in terms of breaking all oh, prisons. If we could get our owl friend back, that would be yeah, nice. Sure. Maybe she might not come back as an owl. Let's hope so. If she's a cat, that'd be real awkward. <laughs> she's a rat, it'd be even more. Although rats are probably pretty good, like, they can go get Scatters! <laughs> Leave them alone! Sunshine daisies, bottom mellow. <laughs> Turn this stupid fat fat yellow. <laughs> Call that a scout. <laughs> <laughs> I've never watched those movies. It's from Gary's My god, my room's gonna be so sad tonight. The sauna is still there. The sauna, yeah. The new the plants. I'll have to water them. Yeah. Did you just lose Julian and I shared a bedroom with both of us. And his Julian. But my familiar got killed. Arrow through the head. Boring. Yeah. You all make it back to um, Troll Skull Manor, aka the Hooting Newt. Um, you find it as you left it with many broken windows, some of which have been boarded up, some recently uh, finished plumbing with uh, running water. <laughs> um, and no, nothing else seems to be out of place. Is Bonnie home? Uh, Bonnie is not home. Bonnie is at work. There's no hoot and no newt left. Yeah, what are we? The hootless newtless. An empty log. Oh dear. Is it still five of the guitar? No. We're not the hooting newt, we're the silent uh, song. It is the fifth of the guitar. <laughs> and it will be the sixth tomorrow after you guys ostensibly take the, a long The hooting newt a silent song, it sounds like. Um, it does. But you get home. Uh, you can prepare that meal you wanted to. You can go up to your room and roll a perception check. The saddest room ever. Obviously, we won't search the house for Julia. I assume so. You can make an investigation check. Not my On a 16, uh, looking around, you can tell that all of the plants that Julian had collected and was starting to grow are still there. Um, they will need someone to take care of them. There's some mushroom spawn that Julian is trying to grow, as well as some clippings given to him by Zed. Uh, the small hot tub slash sauna that you had been constructing for Newton is there with water in it, but there is no Newton. Um, it does not seem like any of... Julian's things that were here, which were wasn't wasn't much, uh, have been taken. You shake water to water all the plants at once. You do that. That's kind of beautiful. Um, do you want to go up to the turret? Do you have the requisite component components to cast find familiar? I do. 
So you can go up there. You can put the incenses into the brass brazier and start to basically smoke out the, <laughs> the turret and cast the ritual Find Familiar. So you've already done this before and you do not need to uh, do as lengthy a process as it was the first time of sort of searching through your own spiritual morass to find some small piece of yourself that you could yank into existence and give bodily form. But you do, you do still have to retreat inwards and confront yourself on some level and try to persuade, again, a familiar is an aspect of your own person that exists on a different plane. And uh, you have already found Freya, but you need to persuade Freya to come back into the world for you. So originally I had you make uh, three ability checks sort of of your choice. Um, they can be governed by any of your cardinal abilities. And I'll ask you again, what are you doing now to persuade or coerce or convince this part of yourself to come back into the world? I think Yuri would use shape water to make an ice sculpture with the two of them together. Okay, make an intelligence Here check. Just, is what Yuri would do. This is an this is an Arcana check, basically. Oh, it's like against the side, so it's not quite. Yeah, it's cock rerolling. Fuck. Seven. Um, you try to form this sculpture, but. Even though it's only been a few hours, you're having a hard time visualizing yourself and Freya together. It's like there's some sort of mental block that is keeping you from creating this image. And you make something that is you with something sort of amorphous. Uh, what else would you like to do? Um, I think I'll start a fire. Fireball. Okay, you've got the brazier going with some incense in it, and you can kind of stoke it by creating. Yeah. And I'll take a feather off of my shirt and burn it. All right. Symbolically. Yeah, you do that. I'm going to say this is uh, this is a a nature check. I want to say. Eleven. You overpower it, and even though the you're, you're you're using this feather sort of as a component again, it's a a representation of what Freya was, um, and it's a way to not only encourage Freya to come back, but remind yourself of what exactly Freya is. Part of this recasting of the spell is um, you know losing losing your familiar can. It, it, it's in some ways a failure because it's a part of yourself that you let die. Um, so giving up this other part of your, your outward appearance is symbolic in a way. You're trying to pull something back. And it, it, it burns up very quickly and you can tell that it sort of changes the character of the, of the flame itself. 
Um, go ahead, and there's going to be one more, uh, one more check. Is there something else you want to do? There this is something be, else. Yeah, it can be. So I'm going to use my cantrip, fast forward, reverse, and then try to bring the feather that I was burned back into existence by reversing time. All right. That's going to be. Possible. Is that a is that a spell that has a check or do you just so for every one minute of concentration I can go back ten minutes of time. Okay, I think that this is a, it's it's an intelligence check of, of some sort. I'll let you determine what it is. It feels like Arcana to me again. starts to reform itself and as it does it starts to curl in as though it's burning again but rather than burn you can see it start to take more form the stem starts to become a little bit more bulbous and the uh, frills of the feather itself start to form into legs and it coalesces into the shape of a spider you've pulled a spider out as a familiar Whoa. God damn. What kind of spider? How big is it? Uh, it it's sort of tarantula sized. <gasps> but it doesn't look Nothing quite like it. It's, it's, it. it's still, there's, it still has the same coloration that Freya did. Is it still Freya? It's still Freya. It's wow. a snowy spider? It's a snowy spider. That's kind of cuter. Uh, <laughs> it can be whatever you want it to look like flavor wise. Yeah. But um, it is a spider. God damn. All right. Cool. And uh, you can look up the there are statistics for a spider. Oh, right. You can always recast this spell to change, change it to something more intentional. But, <laughs> yeah. But for now, <laughs> and this, this takes place over the course of an hour, you all are elsewhere in the tavern and you can just hear some like wild shit going on. <laughs> 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 Spiders can be mad useful actually. You got sneaking yeah. into yeah. a prison? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Create a distract. I bet can they do the hair flick thing where they make people itchy? Like tarantulas do? Oh my god. What? Especially for sneaky tarantulas <laughs> Sorry. throw their hands things like darts. Got it. Oh. It wasn't a spider. A fly flew at my mouth and then I batted it down. This is actually pretty dope. Spider can climb difficult surfaces, including upside down on ceilings, without needing to make an ability check. And web sense, while in contact with a web, the spider knows the exact location of any other creature in contact with that web. Whoa. Yeah, but there's no spider. So Gothier can make a web in the room now and just... <laughs> How would they make webs? Uh, I mean, the spider would make a web. So they can really? make a web and connect it to different things? And then, yeah, yeah. You could like give it a, a task of like creating oh. a lattice web work. Like as we're moving through dungeons and stuff? Probably if you're moving through dungeons, it wouldn't work quite that. Like, you'd have to make some some rolls. But I'm just saying, like, if you wanted to uh, 
uh, in a place that you know very well, like your bedroom, for example, mm-hmm. you could have it create uh, a web system. It would almost work like an alarm that if someone were to come in who didn't know how to navigate the space properly and walked into the web, uh, it would alert Freya, who no. could alert you. This also, be like a time for you to have your like movies. Yeah, the cough theory. Yeah, you're just yeah. Spider-Man now. It just it, it feels it feels thematically appropriate that you would cover He's spider. Very right? dark, sad yeah. boy. It feels yes. like it would be like relatively easier to secure a doorway or something. You know? Like if you're trying to rest somewhere, you could have Freya build a web over part of the door. Yeah, like a trip frame. wire. Yes. Also, what's WebWalker? The spider ignores movement restrictions caused by webbing. If you find yourself in a dungeon or lair of a spider creature or spiders, mm-hmm. um, if you all were inhibited by webbing, this spider would not be. And I can Fox still do the same thing as before, where I can like see through her eyes. Yeah. If we so, you could yeah. crawl upside down. Yeah, the, the yeah. sneakiness of being well, a very tiny person. Your movement is different now, obviously. You won't be able to fly. Which is a bummer. You don't have the ability fly by, which mm-hmm. means that if someone were to see this spider and try to smush it, it it's eminently smushable. How much does the tarantula weigh? Um, good question. Is it less than five? Armor class 12? Very much less. Because it's so small. That's way higher than Freya's armor class. What was Fred? I forget. Speed 20 feet, climb 20 feet. But I remember if she had, or she had like one hit point. Yeah. So, you could Are you mage hand. Are you different from Freya? No, it's still her thing. You could mage hand Freya around. That's, That's true. I mean, I take back everything I had to ask about before. This is pretty dope. Do we have anything that we could Yeah, I'm trying to talk about that. Thanks, Jack. You always give me what I want. You can like a little butterfly net. Are you gonna don't kill it? No, no, I'm gonna like. <laughs> you're just gonna smack it. It's so much. Well, they can't stay. Well, there's nowhere for it to go. Right no, now. I know. I'm trying to get it near a window and then open the window. My yeah, little right there. I feel like we should like around with map. Yes. We'll deal with Mr. B when the game is over. Yeah, fair. Um, you have re-summoned Freya, and if there's nothing else you all want to do, we will smash that long rest button and fast forward to the sixth loop chart. Is there anything else that any of you want to do tonight? I want to make a little addition to the shrine for Julia. And okay. take some of oh, the sad. rocks and moss and um, from the terrarium and just be like, what kind of um? See you soon, Julian. What kind of neighbor is your house? Oh, pretty good it's one. It's a nice yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Trollso Manor's in the north ward of yeah. Waterdeep, which is home to a lot of nobility um, and a lot of professionals. What's the name of the building? And uh, this building is somewhat run down, ramshackle. It does not match the level of uh, upkeep that everything else in the surrounding block seems to have hit. But there are a lot of villas and a lot of different uh, businesses in the immediate blocks 
you get the sense that this is not a rowdy part of town, but a more um, well-mannered. One thing that does immediately catch your attention is that as you get within about a block or two blocks of Trollskull Manor, the guard presence is noticeably ratcheted up. It seems like there are a lot of guards in the areas surrounding Trollskull Manor. Did you explain the explosion that happened to Calvin? No, that's up to you all to explain. (laughs) And as you get there, you do notice that just outside of Trollskull Manor, there is a large soot spot that is probably like it has a radius of about 15 feet just like outside the house outside of the house like in Trollskull Manor is in an alley it's in Trollskull Alley and uh, this sit spot is like across the street from the front entrance to this manor in this alley um, so let me tell you a couple things about our neighborhood. <laughs> um, one, the gang war between the Xanathar Guild and the Xantarum, or as my personal theory goes, a recent schism within the Xantarum, which is increasingly backed up by actual evidence and not just my Pepe Silvia board in my library. But there, um, there was an explosion... We were, like, tracking down clues and stuff, and that's what ultimately led us to the sewer where we met you. This explosion right here. Yeah. This, yep. this, yeah. See the soot? So, I, I see the soot. So the stone of Galoa, that's what this thing's all about, obviously. So there was the Zentarum, um, whose name was Erstil Floxen, uh, and he had uh, either the stone or the decoy or something. And he was, uh, we think it might have been a real thing, but he was fleeing. He was being chased by Zentara, I think. He then... He was. There was an explosion that killed some of those Zentara and almost killed him, although he survived and fled the scene. Um, the explosion was not caused by those Zentara who were chasing him because they... Uh, were killed in the explosion themselves, but by a nimblerite, a rogue nimblerite, with a necklace. So we tracked down that necklace that was used to cause the explosion and the nimblerite to Grauhund Villa, where Ursula Flox in that Zentarum was also staying. Now, the people there, the Lord and Lady, they said that... They were being held hostage in their own home, but it seemed much more like they were collaborators, and things had recently turned nasty because of a schism or whatever. And then, uh, you know, one thing led to another, we ended up in the store. That's sort of the story of our house. Also, it's super run down, but we just got the water fixed, and next up is the carpenters to fix the windows and the floors and stuff. I'm, well, I'm a big fan of the alley. Um, yes, it's, we are all perfect. Um, but, uh, take one of the spare bedrooms and, uh, we'll introduce you to the neighbors later. Or something. You oh, man, you missed the party. It was a good party. <laughs> party was a liar's night party. Um, yeah. That's the story. Do I know any of these, like, Zentari? 
Roll a history in the chat. Ursula Floxen doesn't bring it up. Growlhoon's Growlhoon Manor doesn't bring it up. The Twin Serpent. The Twin Serpent. Twin Serpent? Big guy. This sounds somewhat familiar. Schism within the Zeds. That sounds familiar. It's something I know about. I fucking knew it. Good job. This, uh... <laughs> yeah. This, this, uh... It's interesting. You're, you seem to have a, quite a few run-ins with, with uh, the gangs of the city. Uh, well, we had nothing to do with that one. It, it just happened outside our house. Uh, one of us saw it. Was it you, Yuri? Or maybe it was Julian. He uh, saw well, the fire. The explosion or something. As far as... I you. Oh, I can just remember that. As far as I know about this schism, there's rumors going around that a subsect of Zents, uh, now, um, Keep this on the down low if I were you, but uh, they're trying to. There's been talk of forming an alliance with Xanthar. Chuck goes, Now, we, most of us, you know, all rational people, don't think very highly of Xanthar's uh, bunch of lowlifes, if you ask me. Uh, we don't, somehow the Stone of the Lord has been, is wrapped up in in this meeting between uh, this breakaway group and, and the Xanthars. You mean they want more money than they, anyone could possibly imagine? It's, it's, it's unclear. It's unclear. Somehow... I can't the, imagine why anyone would want... There was a secret meeting, and the stone went missing in this meeting. Oh. Ah. And... A meeting of who? This breakaway group of Zents. What did they have names? Uh, I don't know. Now I don't know what the what the of the stone is. It, it, it's just uh, I don't know who brought it to the meeting uh, or if someone has taken it, um, but uh, it's missing. And I've been chasing rumors on where it might be. So let me tell you this. I think we should call this breakaway action the Zanzans. Because they're the Zans we like to Zanzans. Aren't they the double headed serpents? Oh, well, that would make a bit of sense. A, a serpent with two heads, like the Zentara and the Zanzans killed. Interesting, indeed. Um, 
Cool. There's mystery surrounding this stone. Yes. I think it's best if we track down this prisoner. Yeah, let's rest and then go to Mertz and then go to the courthouse. Jail, prison. Send your watch list. Okay. So you can all hit the long rest button. cold through the house, which does not have very good insulation, the windows being all cold. I mentioned the other day that uh, it had been starting to snow. Little dustings here and there. Steely gray skies. That's, uh, those conditions have persisted, and the wind has picked up. And there's like a low howl through the house of this wind. You just hear... Very early in the morning. <laughs> oh, somebody forgot to plug in Bang Bang. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Um, um, for Matt's, I don't know if you can You are closest to and first to have a chance to respond to this knocking. I cracked the door open. Standing on the threshold is... Mert. Oh. Although I don't know if you've ever met Mert. I have not. You see a large, like six and a half foot tall human man with a handlebar mustache and beard, uh, a sort of tricorn, not tricorn, um, uh, a very gaudy hat, a long cape with a walking cane, a very girthy man. You have um, a distinguished presence about you. Who are you? <laughs> the real Teddy Roosevelt. You're a rather fine specimen. Uh, uh, you're a servant of the house, I presume? <laughs> I grow weary of these organics referring to me as less than a person. I walk away from the door. Um, would, would you mind calling uh, Julian down, please? Oh, you are behind the times, large man. Come in. <laughs> okay. Uh, he steps across the threshold. I suppose it's rather early. I was ending my night and I came across a note in my manor house and I thought it best to just stop by. I thought it was early enough to catch you uh, waking up, but it seems I'm a little earlier than I anticipated. Are we all downstairs? No, you're all like upstairs still. This is Bang Bang dealing with this. Please sit. I will retrieve the ones who know you. 
Um, Mert goes to sit on one of your chairs, and like as soon as he puts some of his weight, there's just like a and like the legs split off, but he manages to like catch himself. Thank you and for just like, oh, oh, that finds another chair. So uh, many of them are defective. I apologize. Oh, uh, thank you. Um, my name is Mert. That's nice. I'll get the others. Okay. <laughs> oh, Mert, I was just going to make some popovers. Would you like one? Have you been Mert, Mert? No. <laughs> all about you. You must be Mert. Mert the Magnificent. How many people actually live in this place? I got a note at my manor from... Is Julian here? Or Yuri? You're, uh, yeah, Yuri's coming. He's probably just... We've lost him in the shit. It's all been very dramatic. Yes, quite literally. Julian has gone missing. We're all oh. flanked and don't know what to do. But gone missing. You have reason to believe there was foul play? Well, that's the strange thing. We were... Um, it was quite foul there. Found ourselves in a tussle with some xenophars, and one thing led to another, and Julian... Uh, ran off without an explanation around a corner and simply was disappeared. We searched the rest of the place quite thoroughly and uh, found no hair from his little feet. Very strange. Indeed. Matt, have you seen Julian? Oh, no, no. I was just being recounted of his strange disappearance. So you haven't heard from him? No, no, I I assumed he would be here. Uh, unfortunately... Are these your friends? Yeah, but we're a team. Yes. And in answer to the number of people who live in this house, you count Julian, who's missing. Seven. Oh, so it's sort of a flop house. Well, we all have our own rooms. It's not like... uh, We keep well-toned. I don't know what you mean. Would you know how to find him? Uh, well, potentially, I could, uh, or you could reach out to a mage capable of casting a sending spell. So long as he's on this plane of existence, it should reach him. A sending spell, you say? Yes. Would I be capable of such a spell? Um, you tell me, Yuri. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps someday if you work at it and (laughs) die yourself. That's a question for my god named Jack. Uh, Sending is a spell that you will have access to and you can cast third level spells. Yeah, same with Chapel will cast as well. But, but, um, you all have been getting uh, messages, telepathic messages from one Vajra Spar, the Blackstaff, Waterdeep, with a... Uh, pretty frequent pretty frequently you get these so you you know somebody who can cast this spell I think asking Vajra for a favor will go over a little bit smoother if we uh, like have some information for her so we should I do the dragon usually you bring snacks well that too but Mer do you want to pop over He's like whiskey. Uh, wouldn't say no to it. It's been a long night. I am rather hungry. <laughs> Very good. 
Um, I'm afraid I only have jam for two bottles, but everybody can have one, but just only two people get the special ones. Um, Are you counting me? I give up jam and pop. If, uh, if there's only so much jam left, I would like some. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. I give him one of my special treats. I gives you two temporary hit points. It was chipper. Uh, chopper. Chopper. With a long, uh, two long This is a fine treat concocted. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> he did like two I months. took it as my fourth level feet. Uh, <laughs> oh, you don't say. And, uh, uh, you're, you're morning. You can have the other one. You get an extra two temporary points. Everybody else. I give some all. Yeah, you all now see that uh, Yuri has a large, uh, sort of the same coloration as Freya's spider hanging out on his shoulder. He's wearing eyeliner. (laughs) He's wearing eyeliner. (laughs) handsome. All that, all the coal from the fires. Like he's having a blackbeard moment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, he like starts handing him the popover and then sees the tarantula and like hands it a little more hesitant. This is Freya. Oh, she's, Freya! She's, she's changed. <laughs> As have I. As have I. I walked downstairs and immediately hissed at it. You can see that. Oh! And there's a, there's a, so you now have a turtle person, a cat person, a, uh, Construct of some sort, a goat person. Do you have any just like people? Well, you're a body. Them. I'm a person. The, the goth. Sorry. The goth All of them. <laughs> Do I count? Yes, yes, of course. Uh, so listen, I. Oh, body. <clears throat> Bonnie's a human. No, she's not. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, you all left me a note. It seems you're trying to, uh, gain audience with a magister. Yes. Yes. Um, the, uh, Fenris Storm Castle, uh, possible knowledgeable person vis-a-vis Stonegalore. We want to film, but the magister needs to tell us. We thought you seemed to be a man with connections, perhaps the Lord's Alliance or anything like that. Um, well, I have to be frank. You uh, hi, Frank. Did, did you <laughs> mention? Did you mention Fenris Storm Castle's name? Like, how yes. much information did you get? Yeah, I think we're. You said Fenris Storm Castle. We I need connections. Okay, okay. To help talk to him. Um, I think we're challenging. Fenris Storm Castle, a name I rather not hear. I've lost a not uh, inconsiderable amount of coin to the Bloodhawk Posse over the years. They harass and harry my convoys traveling to Amphail with frequency. It would. Uh, Sting me so see Fenris squirm out of jail. Mm. But I could pull some strings and make it happen. We don't need him out of jail, per se. We just oh, need we to just talk. Talk to him and we think him that he could. Back. We think he has some 
very important info that we need to uh, to get out of him in regards to uh, the well, Stone of Galore. I could, uh, I could certainly write you a notice, but I, I must say, these things are easier said than done, and it would certainly help me if you all could provide a favorite comment. Oh. It will make the open lord happy. Yes, we'll add it to our list. Oh, no, you would need to do this before. At the top of the list. Well, if, uh, if you deal with this matter promptly, you can seek me out at my manor. And there you will find a writ with my name on it. It should go some way towards persuading this magister to allow you an audience with Ferris. Mm-hmm. What is the favor? Okay, well... Can we get it done? I actually I had this job... Uh, set aside for Julian and uh, Yuri here, but seeing as you're all in the room, uh, perhaps you'd all be willing to help Yuri with this job. I have been asked by a friend who is um, a member of the Dungsweepers Guild, high-ranking, He uh, believes that amongst his number, there is a mole. Someone who is undercutting his business. In shit. Yes. You see, recently, um, a few years ago, there was a killer in Waterdeep, who killed a number of the masked lords of this city. Mm. Now, don't go spreading this around, but Marty just happens to be one of those masked lords. And he is nervous that his mole amongst his ranks might give him up to somebody which could lead to his untimely demise. Mm-hmm. I... Oh, Marty, some favors. The dun- some favors. The dumb sweepers have always been good friends of the Harpers. They have ears and all sorts of places. Marty, Marty, Marty Christel. C R I S T A L. K R I S T E L L E. Who's the person we're talking to? Oh, Mert. You're talking to Mert. <laughs> Looks like fantasy teddy Also known to some as Mert the Merciless. He is a uh, tradesman within Waterdeep who has a reputation. I'm just going to give you this because they all know it. Yeah. And at some point, we'll just communicate it. He's currently a uh, sort of bon-vivant tradesman who lives in Waterdeep. At one point made his name as an adventurer who went into the Undermountain, 
And along with his friend Durden, his friend and adventuring partner Durden, uh, delved deeper into Undermountain and discovered more of its secrets and treasures than many previously had managed to do and returned to tell the tale. Uh, you get the sense, the party gets the sense that there's probably a lot more to Mert's story, but that's about all they've discovered thus far. You also would eventually find out that Yuri and Julian, while trying to find Bert in his home once, sent in Yuri's familiar and discovered in one of the rooms in the manor a uh, ensemble of a masked lord. So he is himself a masked lord, although this information has not yet been openly exchanged between the party and Bert. So the fact that he's talking about Marty as a masked lord right now without admitting that he is one is an omission. Yeah. Also, we know his former <laughs> Who is my boss? So, what I, what I propose to you all and what I said I would uh, arrange for Marty is to send you to his offices saying that you are members of one of the broadsheets of water. Broadsheet, broadsheets being a newspaper. Um. And that you uh, are interested in doing a uh, an in-depth piece of reporting on this particular set of the Dung Sweepers Guild, a sort of celebratory piece uh, where you interview the various members of the office and put a face on the dung sweepers. A lot of people, of course, don't pay attention to the dung sweepers and chide them for their job. Uh, the story that you would sell is you're trying to put a face, a friendly face, to this. Now, of course, your ultimate objective is to interview the various members of Marty's office and see if you can determine who among them is the mole. Are you saying Marty or Marty? Marty. Marty Christel. Marty Christel. How many words are there? You don't know. No one knows the specific number except for like perhaps another member of the Masked Lords line. If we had, if like just based on public rumor, like standard perception, uh, we'll talk like, like, what die would you roll on to get that number? You know, like, is it a D6 number, Lords? A D20? I roll them. <laughs> Julian? Yeah, you have no idea. You have no idea. Um, but you get the sense that it's more than, like, more than a handful. So we know the identity of two masked lords. So it could be anywhere from five to thirty. We could have ourselves a little coup, you know. We are the master for this now. That sounds like so, more work than any of us are ready for. Okay. You'll be able to find Marty and his associates here, and he gives you an address to a building in the castle ward. If you announce yourselves as uh, members of Oh, I didn't think of the name for the broadsheet. Um, the, um, 
So you all can handle that, right? Yeah, say maybe you're a new, newer outfit. Uh, you could always say that you're part of the Wazoo if you want a more recognizable name, but that could itself uh, make it clearer that you're thinking. And uh, the idea here is to not be uh, disrupted. Does Marty We're know that someone is... That's correct, actually. Does Marty know that a team is coming? Marty is aware no one else in his offices are. So don't give up the goat. He'll be expecting... Ah, ah yes. Uh, <laughs> he'll be expecting you, but don't be surprised if he does not acknowledge you for who you are. You're going to have to sell this tip to tail. Luckily, I'm quite good at farming. So I hear. You've heard of me. Oh, yes. I've got eyes and ears inside the yawning portal. Oh, and what about your tongue? Is that inside the yawning portal? Um, what? Not for, not for some time, no. Well, you can come by any Monday nights to hear Chuckleberry. Finn. That's you. Okay. Because you have good taste. Because you like Finn. Your tongue must be there. I, I see the... <laughs> yes, I see what you're We're going for. proud. I really feel about that. Why do we keep talking about this? Well, uh, thank you, Mr. Chopper, for the delicious popover and jam. It was exactly the thing to conclude my evening. Enjoy, uh, conclude your evening. This morning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he said that he, he, he's, the, you were in the room when he said this, I guess, but he said he was, uh, coming here after having discovered your note in his manner. Upon returning from his evening, uh, is he dedicated? That's hard to um, Well, enjoy. Um, wow, that addition to the, to the little smiley face. Yeah, little smiley face on the very <laughs> photo real drawing The <laughs> <laughs> small smiley, though, she's friendly. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> um, so. You've all been given your uh, mission for Mert. If you complete it, and you can discover who the um, who the mole is, then he will deliver a writ to give you an audience with Fenris. But it would be hard to do that before noon today, I presume. Well... It seems like the job is to go and interview folks in this office. So, I mean, I guess it's not impossible. So, do you want to treat them? I could. Oh, one final thing. Um, in the interest of discretion, should you discover who the mole is, yes. uh, bring that information to me. Oh, right. We do not want to alert this mole to it. We don't want them to be aware that they've been discovered. So do not confront them in the time of the discovery. Don't point at people's moles. It's rude. That's what you're saying. Uh, that. But what I'm also saying is do not confront the problem at the time of discovery. 
mole is. Well, I think mean, you don't point at the mole. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, just to be clear, this isn't like a mole person, right? Like I'm a turtle. Uh, I suppose it could be, although that would make them rather more obvious. It's true. So it's the last mode. thing that we would suspect. It's true. That's true. Um, let's go dress up as dung sweepers and do that. Okay. Yes. You don't need to dress up as dumb as you can if you want. Reporters. Like a reporter showing up to a farm dressed as a farmer. Like, so let's do this. What? I'm wearing Carhartt. What more do you want? Um. So you're gonna go straight there. Um. Yes, but. Maybe before we do, we could have... Hey, um, Rumble, how are you with, uh, picking the locks? I did, uh, you know, open a few unyieldy doors in my day. Um, well, why don't you take a little peek at this? When he pulls off, um... What's my lock picking skill? What, uh... I should explain that Chapa has like a cargo net slung across his shell that all of his belongings are tied to um, in a little elaborate system for him to retrieve stuff that he can't reach. Um, and so he pulls a rope, and on the end of it is a 12 pound locked chest oh. that we found in the room with gibbering mouth there. And, uh, we couldn't get into it. Oh, I could always give it a shot. What, uh, what skill do I use to play box? I don't give you guidance. So you get a guidance D4 added to your roll. Jack, would we have need to need to prepare to our spell preparations before we talk to Mert? Would I be able to choose that based on conversation? Um, technically, you should have chosen your spells before you hit your long rest. Um, I would say, having already had this uh, interaction with Mert, I would. I don't Start want. To, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, totally fair. No. Um, I'm going to try to pick this lock. What is my lock picking skill? What do I roll for? Which lock are you picking? Uh, it's a chest that's on... We found a chest with the gibbering mouth there. That's right, that's right. Um, did you roll already? No. Okay, so you have these tools. Uh, if you're proficient with them, you yeah. roll a d20, you add your dexterity modifier, and your proficiency modifier. That is like your thieves tools check. Sorry, say that again. Yeah, yeah. Um... Thieves' tools are governed by dexterity. Okay. So if I have proficiency, I'm pretty sure I do. I'm pretty sure you do too. It'll be in the left side of your your chart where you see like tool proficiencies. Thieves' tools. Yeah. So you're gonna roll a d20, add your dexterity and your proficiency modifier. What is proficiency modifier? Uh, two. It's plus two right now, but it is a static number that increases as you level up. And it's on the sort of like center 
top center part of your character sheet here, your like armor class and stuff. It's, it's the way that it's the way that you keep getting better at the stuff that you're good at, like is, yeah, because that number keeps going up. For so like skills you're proficient in, that bonus keeps getting bigger as you level up. Cool. Okay, I'm gonna bust out these tools. Or can I use one of my claws? Trust me, a lot. Be careful. I mean, you could definitely flavor it such that like you modified your claws to be thieves tools. I think that's sort of baller. Um, and a fun a fun flavor if you want to play it like that. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, your claws, they're retractable cat claws. I'm retractable cat claws. And they have been, you can see as he protrudes them, they've been modified in such a way that you, like they've been cut to be extra wow. good at like piercing the locks and stuff like that. Oh, the claws are down and like a little pinky with like a little like curvy thing on it. And like a little coat spoon basically. <laughs> yeah. Got like a torsion wrench for the lock. And so I, I yeah, I, I start grinding like lock my fingers. My fingers. Go ahead and oh, nice. Six. Sixteen plus my dexterity modifier, which is three, plus proficiency bonus, which is two, twenty-one. Um, I need to check some things. Yeah, I feel like it was a pop case, maybe we like something up. Well, you, you cast guidance on me. I did. So I need to form. Uh, yeah, add everything you want to add to it. Oh yeah, it opens. No, it really opens. Uh, you find within 277 copper pieces, 135 silver pieces, a spherical gold beholder pendant with tiny gems for eyes that you you can get appraised for its worth, and you find a spell scroll of dark vision. Oh, that's what that was. Yeah. Oh, the one that we stole. Mm-hmm. Can you say the number of money again? Yeah. I mean, Two hundred and seventy-seven copper. The dead. One hundred and thirty-five silver. Silver. And then a gold beholder pendant with tiny gems for eyes and the scroll. Was well, I have a question? Is the stone of galore just friendship? Was the stone of galore was, was the friend you made along the way. Yeah, exactly. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, when you when you get to Dagalt Never Ember's uh, cache, mm-hmm. it is just going to be a mirror that wow. reflects you and your friends oh, wow. holding hands. But the, the secret is that if you want the treasure to get it, but not to use it, then you're in the mirror. Yes, you once you look in the mirror, you and your friends are then brought into a mirror reality Whoa. that you cannot escape, ironically, until you break again. your friendships. And Mert was Baltimore the whole time. And Mert was Baltimore the whole time. And Harry was not a Horcrux. What? Uh, let's go get this appraised and then go to the place. 
Are you keeping the dice with this buddy? Yes. I'm adding the coin to the party loot. If you want to go get the Beholder appraised, I'm not going to make you role play it. It's worth 250 gold pieces. Awesome. You can exchange it at a gem dealer who will buy it greedily. A perfect person would probably be Zoblob. But then you'd have to go all the way down to the dock board. And it's not purple, so... And how long has it been buying. now? Yeah. How long Three, ten have? days. One month. Three it's months? It's been 15 days. How long did we have? Well, I'm not going to tell you. Sorry. Not 15 days. Uh, it's been 35 days. Zoblob is a gnome who owns a store, a sort of pawn shop deal, and also Chuck promised to sell him his purple loot because Zoblob is obsessed with the color purple. <laughs> Um, not the musical. In 30 days. I'm not going to tell you when it's going to happen. I'm just going to tell you that I know. Yeah. Um, they have that. I know that I've got it written down somewhere. I hope. Y'all, it is 10.05. I feel like there is potentially time for us to run through the interview thing if you want. How are we feeling energy-wise? I've seen some yawns. I've seen some teary, some, not teary, some tired eyes. I'm feeling pretty wiped out. Okay. Yeah, I'm getting pretty tired. I might have to. I don't, only because also it's tired, 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 tired. I will follow suit to whatever people feel in my hearts. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's say we're going to meet again on Wednesday, right? Yeah. Let's okay. jump right in. Yeah, we're going to meet again pretty soon. Right. Let's jump right in with uh, you all meeting outside of the Dung Sweepers Guild in the Castle Ward. To interview Marty Christel and his Hi, employees. It's a great drag name. Yeah. Miss mm-hmm. Marty Christel. I'm to wade through a lot of levels of shit for this. <laughs> Chapa is going to buy a trilby hat and put a little card in it that says press. <laughs> yes, everyone can get um, appropriate costumes to look like reporters. Yes. I guess I have to find some pants. 